0: Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter, and I'm here with Jake Ellenberger and back from the dead, T-Rex. Now, uh, Vitor Belfort, who said if he gets a title shot, first he said he can't live on, without TRT, without testosterone. Then he said if he gets a title shot, he'll stop taking TRT. Now he got a title shot and he applied for a TRT e- exemption. Uh, Dana White says he hopes that Belfort doesn't get it. What are your thoughts on this? He, had, I mean, I want to see his levels
1: when he's not taking them. When he's not taking TRT, I want to see what his levels look like. I mean, are they anything like uh, Alistair Overeem's, who's were like off the charts yeah. when he was taking them? Is that what his are like when he's taking it? And then when he's not taking it, like way down, like unhealthily low.
0: Yeah. Um, you know,
2: and I think the thing too is whether it's you know helping you live comfortably or if it, if it's something that you have to live with or live without. I mean. It's still something that's going to give you an advantage. It's going to help you recover faster than everyone else. You know what I mean? It's.
0: I don't understand how a fighter can have low testosterone. You you fight you for a living, and you. Have, I mean that's like a porn star suffering from a happy childhood. I, I, like I mean, in, in essence, that like seriously, how does a fighter have low testosterone? Right, a so fighter.
1: Let me ask you this: What are the levels like? How do they? How do they? Regulate the levels. Like, what's your normal? What's a normal man's?
0: T- just normal. R- r- and then there's Gorilla, r- and then there's Belfort.
1: <laughs> right. So, <laughs> right. So if he wasn't to take it for like six months, his levels would be like below a, a normal average guy. He, he Can would it just a- take enough to get him to a normal level. Well, or that's or that's the even thing. take him to like that's, twelve, like you know,
2: Alistair Overeem was. Absolutely. That's that's kind of the, the you know the protocol is to to be at the normal everyday human beings level. Right. That, you know when it's like. Hey, no one's looking. You know, you, need, you don't know. You never know how much they're taking, or, or unless you're regularly getting tested, which, again, costs money. No one's going to do. So, it's one of those things. I, I you know, I, I, I don't know. I think it should be okay for everybody or, or nobody.
0: It should be okay for nobody. I. I mm-hmm. it, it doesn't make any sense how you'd. I, I. Come on. Enough is enough. Is this the reason that Belfort only fights in, in Brazil? Brazil? I mean, that that that's the word on the street. Was that once he got he got popped for steroids once, and you know, Vitor Belfort. Like this is what I've heard. This is all rumor i don't know if this is true but from what i heard from fighters from guys who uh, were in or are in the ufc mm-hmm. was that you know belfort had has some mental you know he, some like before one of his fights against Vanderlei, he was hiding under a table and they couldn't get him out of there and he didn't want to fight and then like for 2 hours they had to get him out of there and then he got out there walked to the into the octagon and then beat the shit out of Vanderlei and what 41 seconds or 48 seconds. Mm-hmm. But I've heard that mentally he, he, he falls apart, you know? And if you look at his fights after the first round, he, some, he, I think he's won, what, 95% of his fights in the first round. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. fights that have been past the first round, he usually doesn't win. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's a guy that, you know, a guy that I think TRT has now become almost a mental issue. It's, I understand it. Sometimes you think that if I don't have this certain type of drug in placebo effects? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you know, I'm so successful on this drug now. If I'm not I, doing I, it, I, I need it, you know. And mm-hmm. it's just, it just—it doesn't seem fair to a guy like Chris Weidman, who, you know, legitimately doesn't take anything, works every day. Mm-hmm. Work, I mean, not to, Belfort doesn't work his ass off. And not—I'm not saying T.R.T. is I I can't just take T.R.T. tomorrow and go around knocking out UFC <laughs> <Right>. heavyweights. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you still have to have a, a certain amount of skill. But you know, mm-hmm. when you get to the professional level. The difference between a, a win and a loss, you guys, you know, as fighters, mm-hmm. it's so competitive and so close up there. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, that slight advantage could be a real advantage. Oh,
2: well, absolutely. I think you, you made the good, you hit the nail on the head there, too, when you talk about the psychological, you know, addictiveness to this drug or, or whatever it may be. Because, you know, it's, if fighting is so mental, it's so psychological. You know, you got a guy who's extremely successful on this, and, and it's like, okay, well… How's he going to be not on it? It's, you're completely—you know—you start doubting yourself quicker. It could be a lot of things, you know.
0: Right. So we're going to get to uh, Russell Doan. Uh, we also have to talk about the the fight that happened in the Ultimate Fighter house between Channel and Vanderlei. Uh, we have we have a lot to get. Yes. You. We have uh, John <laughs> Wayne Parr coming on. We have Phil Baroni uh, coming on. We have a girl that was Miss USA. Uh, Who is now Miss Ms. or Mrs. Miss Miss USA? Who's now doing jujitsu? Whitney Miller, hot piece of ass. uh, Who's now doing (laughs) jujitsu? And she'll be on. And we got Fabricio Werdum, who's fighting Travis Brown, uh, another rank number third in the world right now, black belt in jujitsu. He he opened the
1: floodgates on uh, on Fedor. Fedor.
0: Yeah. So we 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 have a a a great show coming up. So um, stay tuned. Hello, is this is Russell yes, it is. Hey, it's Adam Hunter, Jake Ellenberger, T Rex on the MA Roaster Podcast. What's up? What's happening? What's up, guys? How, congrats on your latest win, man. Thank you, thank you. How did it feel? Uh,
3: it, it's, it's
4: still pretty surreal. Um, I guess, you know, the the whole thing hadn't hit me too hard. I'm just, you know, just staying to myself. Try not to get
0: too crazy and buy too many crazy things like dogs and stuff. <laughs> like what? Like drugs? Like dogs. Oh, dogs! <laughs> how many? How many dogs do you have? Uh, I just I bought
4: one, but I was super close to buying more than
0: one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, well, you know, I mean, if you could have, if you could have one, you could usually have two. But you got to stop. You, you got you to stop at a certain point. You want to have too many dogs. Are yeah. you becoming
1: that weird person down a... the street? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so
4: how's Hawaii?
2: <laughs> uh Right
4: now, it's actually super cloudy, which is kind of weird for Hawaii. You know, it's usually sunny.
2: It's been
4: cloudy for the past like
0: week or so. Now, are you, are you married or are you single? What's the deal?
4: I'm not married. That's for sure. <laughs> I wouldn't be getting a dog.
0: <laughs> are they male or female dogs?
4: Uh, I, I bought a uh, French bulldog.
0: Oh, those are the. Oh, wait. So you're getting a dog to pick up chicks in Hawaii?
4: I didn't think about it, but I took my dog mm. for a walk. It was crazy. I was like, huh, I could do something <laughs> with this, man.
0: Oh, absolutely, man. So you have, I mean, you, you not only do you have a dog. Oh, your dog's so cute. Oh, what's his name? What do you do? Oh, I fight in the UFC. I mean, that. Come on, you got to be. That's got to be instant trim right there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> now you just gotta get the dog to be able to hold a camera yeah
4: <laughs> yeah they, they just walk up and like oh your dog is so cute and like yeah by the way no. <laughs> by the way I'm a UFC fighter
0: yeah absolutely now you just uh now you train over at a 808 Fight Team in Hawaii uh, what other Hawaiians train there uh well
4: I mean there's like Harris Sarmiento uh, he's I mean, he's he's been around this sport for super long, but, you know, he hasn't, I guess you could say he made some bad choices in, in early in his career, so his record isn't the best, even though he's one of the best out of Hawaii. But I also train with, uh, like, Gracie Technic, where Dustin Kimura and Matt Holloway train and Lewis Smoker, you know, we all got something real good over there.
0: Oh, yeah, you guys are killing it, man. All three of you guys won your last fights, you, Smoker, and Holloway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love Hawaii. Hawaiians. Are, Hawaiians are fun people, man. You guys laugh at everything. The, the girls are hot. Uh, the guy, I, I've like, I actually performed in Hawaii. I forgot where I performed. At some, uh, some, some venue. In, uh, and uh, I went to a strip club afterwards. And those are some of the hottest strippers I've ever seen are in Hawaii. You ought to see the girls.
4: Well, <laughs> I'll give it that. You know, uh, <laughs> uh, we can show, it depends where you go because it's just like... I think a couple really bad places and a couple really good places. So I'm taking that you went to one of the good ones.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Forgot the name. It was right by the. It was right by the uh, Pipeline Cafe. That's where I uh, I performed at the uh, Pipeline.
4: Right, but I
0: think you
4: went to one of the bad ones. Oh,
1: <laughs> yeah, those were all guys that you were looking
0: at. Yeah, it was all dudes, yeah. but they but they had huge yeah. songs. It was Phil, <laughs> It was actually Phil Baroni. Phil Baroni was a stripper with his uh, C ring. Now, now you were a full time carpenter, and then right. you and then you you quit once you got to the UFC, correct?
4: Right, you know, uh, it's just a different level, man. Like I've been getting by, you know, like I wake up super early. I train as hard as I can, and I go to work all day, and I come back, and I try to get two more sessions in, you know, uh, that's kind of hard, <laughs> as is, I was making it work, but this is just this is a different level, and you can't, you know what I mean, you can't do that, I just want to make sure I get all the training I can, because I don't want to go out there and get beat up, you know, UFC debut, all right, 10 seconds in, get beat up, and you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Are you able to uh, support yourself now just through fighting?
4: Yeah, you know, I've, uh, I just at home in general, I have a super good support system, you know. Uh, like just my family, everybody, everybody's proud, so, you know, they'll help out anyway. Especially the fact that I got, you know, extra
0: $50,000 is pretty damn good just in general.
2: That's awesome. You son of a... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, now, yeah, I mean, you, you tapped. Did you think that you were going to tap? The guy's a uh, black belt in jiu-jitsu. Now, what, what uh, belt are you? I'm a blue belt. <laughs> so for a blue belt tapping a black belt, that's that's pretty rare, correct?
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it, it's super. Well, I, I'm not gonna lie. I've tapped out a few black belts, but they they weren't like super high level black belts the way he is. You know, it, I mean, they weren't like world champion black belts. They were just normal everyday black belts, and, and it happens. So I, I didn't I didn't uh, expect to tap him out at all. I didn't. No point was I, like, in, in my training, okay, we're going to work our triangles. So, you know, we're going to work our submission. No, man. I was working on taking his
0: head off. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jake, have you, have you ever, when you were a blue belt, you, t- you tap on any black belts? Mm, no. What, what, what belt no. are you now? Uh, Jake,
2: by the way. A purple belt. Purple belt. But I've, I've been training a lot. I mean, n- no use a lot of the black belts. her on heat on a lot for, for a few years. But, no, that's, that's unheard of, though, a, a blue belt tapping on a black belt. I mean, that's a quite An accomplishment, though.
0: I mean, do you think that he was, took your jiu jitsu lightly because he heard that you were a blue belt?
4: Uh, no, no, not at all. I think, uh, really, I think he was still rocked. I'm pretty sure he was hurt, you know, not in his right mind. But I, I knew, I knew he wasn't gonna tap either because when I was cranking his arm, it was popping mm. and he he wasn't gonna tap. I was like, oh. Oh
0: please
2: don't make me rip it off! <laughs> <laughs> don't make me. <laughs> I'll do it.
0: Now, now. So you fought in Singapore. You were on the first ever fight pass uh, card. First ever card. A lot of people saw. It. A lot of people didn't see it. Which, which kind of you know, in a way, that's kind of that's got to be you know, it's, it's got to be kind of cool that you're on the first thing ever. But a lot of people, I know, it, I stayed up till five o'clock in the morning to watch it. Uh, it started at like four o'clock in the morning, but a lot of people didn't watch it, you know, because of the whole fight pass—you got to give your your, uh, your credit card. Now, what did you do afterwards uh, in Singapore? Because I know Phil Baroni said there's a place that has four floors of four horse. Four floors of horse. Um <laughs> Did you go out and party there? <laughs> no,
4: honestly, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think we just ate. Like I'm, I. I'm, at the four hey, floors. I was, of I was gonna.
1: You beat me to it, you son of a.
4: Yeah, I'm not big on the party scene. I'm more big on the eating. I love... <laughs> the fact that I don't blow up to, like, 170, 180 is beyond me. But, like, after, after fights, like, people are like, they're like, yeah, i would probably eat, you know, whatever I want for a week. I eat whatever I want for, like, months. Until they say I have another fight, then I'm like, oh, man, I gotta eat clean again. But other than that, I eat whatever I want, whenever, however.
0: Yeah, no. Nah, I mean, that's got you. Got to be careful, though, right? That, that you could run into because you what? You're you're a uh, one 125, 135? 35. one twenty five, one thirty five, thirty well, five. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're one thirty five. So you you're you're walking around at what one at one fifty? Well, fifty
4: five, sixty. Six. Don't
2: don't pull a Mark Munoz, bro. Yeah. I I, I wake I wake up at about
0: fifty
4: five. Fifty
0: five. So that's that's twenty yeah. pounds. I mean, that's not that's very doable but that's, that's you know I feel like when, when, when guys have to cut too much weight they're focused more on the weight cut than the actual mm-hmm. opponent is that a fair assessment?
2: that's a that's well, well, a fight in itself you know
4: yeah that's that's super true but it's, it's weird because you know I always thought like I was a big 135er and then I met Dustin Kimura holy
0: crap Dustin Kimura is huge I stand next to him and he makes me look like a child <laughs> Yeah, he's a, he's a badass fighter. Now, but now when, when you were in Singapore, I remember I was there uh, about two months ago for the military, doing a, co- a show for the military, and there were all these, like, strange places where people, girls do karaoke, but they have their headshots outside, and then you walk in there, and it's like they're professional karaoke singers. Did you go to any any of those places? Same in Japan. <laughs> no.
4: <laughs> no, but that would be a to see. I've never seen that before. Oh, it was- hey, can- is pretty popular as is people love it they like going to bars and getting drunk and singing off key and whatnot
0: nice yeah no karaoke is ridiculous are you friends with uh with uh kendall grove or, B- or bj Penn or other other famous hawaiians branson henson
4: I, w- I wouldn't call us like best friends but i mean i, I don't I, bj Penn probably doesn't know who i am kendall does <laughs> bj pen probably doesn't know who i am i'd probably be the guy like hey hey bj i love you and he's like who's this guy <laughs>
0: Yeah, just some other some other fan of his. Yeah, no. I when, when I met BJ, he had an entourage of like fifty people. I've never seen. Oh, yeah. That was just his immediate family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think that was yeah, sort of. Man. I think that was sort of the issue when some of his fights didn't go as well. I think he had too many yes men around him.
4: <laughs>
2: uh, That's
0: true. It, it
4: happened, you know. I have maybe two yes men. Like my coaches are the guys that are like rough. You're messing up, man. You better
0: get on it. Like they, they tell me straight. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's good. I mean, I mean, you've been doing it for, for seven. I mean, you've been fighting since, uh, since 2008. So that what? That's right. six years. Your first fight was against Tyson Nam, who you knocked out. Oh, um, oh, <laughs> so, I mean, you've been doing it for a long time. You're a Tachi cha- uh, Palace champion, King of the Cage uh, uh, champion. Now, you, well, you, at 27 years old, you make it to the UFC. Were you ever thinking to yourself, like, maybe this, this might not work? Uh, you know, when's my, when's my spot going to happen? Did you ever have those doubts?
4: Oh, I, I never, not once did I ever think maybe this is not going to work. But I always, you know, everybody's like, every fight I fought, I'd fight and then I'd fucking win. And then they'd be like, yo, UFC's probably going to call. And I'd be like, okay. And then I'd wait and nothing. You know, it's been like that since since King of the Cage, in fact. You know? Yeah. I just keep going out, you know. The way I see it is they point, I go, you know what I mean? You you tell me who I gotta I gotta beat up and I go out, then
0: I'll do it, you know. No questions asked. Do you have any questions for Jake Ellenberger?
4: Uh how is it like being you? (laughs) you're big big, man you know what i mean i mean you must walk around and have people run up to you (laughs) you know pictures and do you have like a headshot you just hand out to people (laughs)
2: uh yeah, I, I do have uh, i mean autograph cards yeah it just de- depends where i go but um you know mma events sure there's there's a lot of people but you walk around with your own autograph cards uh well, no not usually although <laughs> well, i did give that one, one homeless guy <laughs> yeah
0: i saw you give a homeless guy an autograph card
2: yeah <laughs> that's yeah, yeah one of my indirects in, in but no i um i'm just like you man i love to train love to compete and i love to win so
0: <laughs> nice well, you're you're a good guy, man. Russell Doan. Pe- well, where can people find you? Because I looked at your Twitter followers; you only have like less than a thousand. And I think it, that's ridiculous. A guy in the UFC, no one in the UFC should have less than thirty thousand followers on Twitter. I'm sorry, it's a professional sport. What you guys have done is the hardest thing to do in the world. The hardest thing to do is to be a, I personally think as a professional <laughs> MMA fighter, it's. I think that you. I have more respect for you guys and the fact that like. W- women aren't, like, just going up to you and being like, Russell, you know, I want you to put it in my mouth. That really, that, <laughs> th- that really bothers me, dude. So where can people find you?
4: Um, on Twitter. Uh, yes, yes Instagram, dolan 135 Come look me up, man. I don't have a Facebook because you know, Facebook's a little crazy for me.
0: Why, why is Facebook yep. crazy for you?
4: You cannot, uh, I don't know. You know, when I did have one... It got weird, and people were trying to message me weird stuff. And I had all these—no offense—I I don't, I'm not have nothing against gays, but I had all—I'm not gay, so—but I had all these gay guys messaging me and like, like weird things. I just—I couldn't take it. It was just too much for me. What what,
0: what, what were they saying to you, these gay people?
4: Uh really? It was like, <laughs> where are you? I want to see you, and like, I'm like, you know, stuff like, it. they got vulgar, like. Oh, man. <laughs> was your profile pic a so picture
1: so of you, in, you in a banana hammock?
4: <laughs>
0: that was oh, actually man, a T-Rex.
4: Totally <laughs> <yeah>. No joke.
0: <laughs> Some guys wanted to I not get that kind of attention
4: from girls.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, okay. Wow. Well, I, I had no idea that you were so big in the gay community. That's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, Russell Doan, uh, we got to get to Baroni, but hey, man, good luck with everything and, uh, and, and thank you for all you do, man, and good luck in your next fight. Who do you, you want to call out? Who do you want to fight next?
4: uh Nobody. Come I on. I call out anybody because then when I, when I get in there, if they beat me up, I'm going to look like an
0: idiot. Well, no. Wow. Come on. Really? You're better than that. <laughs> They're not going to beat you, though. But I but I respect that. I totally I totally respect that. Well, thank you, Russell Doan, for coming on the show, man. We'd love to have you back on.
4: All right, thank you. You guys are awesome, man. Thanks, Mahalo. Man. Take
0: care. <laughs> that was Russell Doan. Nice to see uh. Seems like a very nice kid. Seems like a nice guy. He's still got
2: think he's got to feel more comfortable in his shoes, you know, in, right. the, in the UFCs. He's may he made a, a statement in his last fight and got to take that. It you know, almost move sounds forward. like he doesn't believe it. I know, like. You got to believe it,
0: right? How many gay guys on Facebook are hitting up Russell Jones? <laughs> did they think he was someone? I mean, I, I don't understand. That's that's I've never heard. Maybe that he before. was on. Um,
2: put it
1: in my Facebook.
0: Yeah, <laughs> put, put it in my Facebook. That's awesome. All right, now you're back. You know, you were T Rex. You were on trial. He's back. You were on trial for a while. Uh, We were were on the rocks We we were were going (laughs) to Replace you with uh, With uh, Shang I'm just kidding Wow That was uh, By the way We got so many People emailing About Shang Never have that guy Back on Some people like him They're like Dude Have Shang back Mm. on I would say a lot of people were like that guy who said he wants to elbow women because he said he, he wants to beat Ronda Rousey. Never back, have, dude. I don't, enough with your butt hurt Silva fans. I mean, I, I got so many emails about mm-hmm, Shang, mm-hmm. but very controversial guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Very so, controversial. What was he
1: saying about Ronda that he could beat Ronda? He said he, said he
0: could beat Ronda Rousey in a fight, which uh, I highly doubt. Not gonna happen. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't. No. Know. I don't. I don't understand this. Hey, John Wayne Parr, how are you? mate i'm okay how are you good i'm here with uh t-rex jake Allenberger. What's,
2: what's going on
5: man hey mate hey i, I
0: watched All some right. of your i watched some of your highlights uh on uh, youtube wow man i had i had no idea how how much of a how great you were you're unbelievable yeah. man
5: oh awesome man. thank you um yeah it's been a, a lifetime but uh it's finally starting to pay off, thank goodness. Yeah,
0: so, yeah. I mean, just some of, some, some of your stats. In kickboxing, you're 83-31. and 31. Uh, Boxing, you're 10-3. MMA, you're 1-0, and 0. Uh, yeah.
5: which... We don't like to talk about the MMA one. I, I fought with a <laughs> guy that was uh, 20 kilos heavier than me, and he was 16-0 and 0 in the cage at the time. But you so, still beat him, though. Yeah, it was a ridiculous match to, to sort of begin with, but he, he paid me a lot of money, so I had to take it. Yeah, but you won that match. No, no, he checked Oh, he choked me out in about six
0: seconds. Oh, really? He choked. It, 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 it said it said you were one and zero on the on the thing, so that that was the one fight. Now, uh, now you have a fight coming up where you're now doing doing Muay Thai with four ounce gloves. Is that right? Yes.
5: Yes, I've started a, a new. A new sort of promotion where it's a uh, Muay Thai, Muay Thai in the cage with MMA gloves on. So it's everything, it's everything MMA, but no ground. So as soon as you go to the ground, you stop, you stand back up, and start again. And wow. then we also incorporate uh, eight counts as well. So if you get knocked down, there's still opportunity for you to come back and win. Now,
0: now normally Muay Thai is how 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 big are the gloves in Muay Thai normally?
5: Uh, usually tens, or if you're under 70, eights, but but usually tens, usually big pillows. So. The, the stuff always, uh, pussies like Floyd uh, Mayweather wear.
0: <laughs> nice. So, do do you like it better having the uh, the uh, smaller gloves?
5: Oh, unbelievable. The, the, there's a lot of controversy with the fingerless gloves and eye pokes and everything else. But at the same time, I mean, Muay Thai. You, you practice catching and you clinch with no gloves on, and then when you hop onto the ring, all of a sudden you you sort of you know disadvantage because you don't have your fingers anymore. Now all of a sudden you open up a whole new ball game. You got hands. You can clinch easier. You can manipulate the guard. So you can use your elbows. Um, you can catch kicks and do better trips and takedowns. It's, um, it's so much better. And it's a, if it's a completely different violence also, uh, you're not just punching to, to set up kicks. You're punching to knock somebody out. So the, the violence intensity for the crowd uh, as, as a spectator is just – you cannot not look at the cage. It's just intense. It's awesome. Wow. And because, and because you're also not worried about getting taken down, um, you're not afraid to stand there and trade. You can do four, six, ten, twelve punch combos and do not have to worry about that takedown element. So it just, um, yeah, with, the, with the UFC, for example, they, they see guys and they throw four or five punches and, they, and all of a sudden, oh, this is the greatest stand-up war we've ever seen. Um, I can guarantee you that every single fight on the whole card for, uh, for 10 fights, because there, there's no takedown element. All they're doing is just standing there and just trading and getting brain damage. It's cool. It's so cool. <laughs> getting
0: brain damage. <laughs> Have you, um, how, how is your uh, takedown defense and, and, and your uh, jiu-jitsu and your t- takedowns?
5: Uh, so this is how this is how my promotion come about. So I'm such a big fan of UFC. I'm I'm like this little little groupie that sits in the at home every weekend and buys all the pay per views. So I thought, you know what, after a hundred and something Muay Thai fights, I'm gonna give this, this MMA a crack. So my my first jiu jitsu class, uh, I snapped my finger completely in half, it went completely backwards. I thought, ah, this really, really sucks. I, I really want to fight in the cage, but it sort I, I don't really want to learn jujitsu. I thought, well, I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing Muay Thai, and we do promotions, and I hire a, a ring. Why don't I just hire a cage? So I looked it up on YouTube, and I seen a few guys doing kickboxing in the cage with boxing gloves on, and it sort of didn't look quite right. It looked sort of off. So I thought, well, if I'm gonna do a cage, I'm, I'm gonna do MMA gloves also because I want that rush, I want the intensity. I see the UFC guys and. Uh, I, I think they're warriors because they wear the gloves and they they stand there. I thought, well, I w- I want to be just as hard as those guys. I want that same that same stigma that I can stand there and, and bang with these things on. Also, so that's how my promotion was born. That's
0: great, but I'm I mean, have you uh, felt like you missed out a little bit on the MMA train?
5: Uh, yes, yes, and no. At the same time, I'm quite um, content with my legacy in Muay Thai. Um, it's it's always nice to think the grass, the grass is greener. But at the same time, um, I, I, res- I respect everything those guys do, but I enjoy what I do too. Yeah. Um, I, I love standing up. I, I lived in Thailand for five years. Um, I dedicated my life to one thing and then and to do that and to get as high as I've got and then to turn around and say, oh, I wish I was doing that. Right. And uh, no, I, I, I don't. I'm so happy. I've got 10 world titles. Um, I'm sort of known everywhere around the world. Uh, I've seen the world for free. So I, I can't really I, – I've got a house. I've got a, cars. I've got toys. Yeah. So i, I I can't look back and say, ah, oh, would have been good to be something, but I'm, uh, I'm, I'm content. I'm content.
0: Absolutely. Now, when you, when you were in Thailand, did they numb your legs like they do? I see them sometimes on the in the movies where they just they kind of they make you kick a tree until your legs are numb.
5: Uh, no. no, no, that's all lifestyle. That's uh, that's like when Rocky gets his these to cut his eye, cut, cut it, <laughs> cut it, Mickey, cut it. It's uh, yeah, it's all it's all movies. It's uh, it's nice to pretend it's uh, that hardcore, but uh, it's just um, hard pads, hard bag. Uh, lots of fights, yeah, your shins get conditioned, uh, th- there's no machine where you put your legs in and they pull your legs down and do the splits like Dan Dan and son of that Oh sort of man.
0: <laughs> now, um, you were on the cover of GQ in Australia, now were you single back then, did you get tons of trim?
5: Uh, no, no, that was all, that was, a, that was Photoshop. that was, that was just the 10. Oh, that you was,
0: really wasn't on the cover? Oh,
5: come on, man. If it's on the internet, it's got to be true.
0: Oh, man. (laughs) That's awesome. Jake, any questions for the great John Wayne? No, I
2: am a 10-time world champion. That's unbelievable. I'm, I'm a huge fan.
5: Oh, awesome. I, I was very lucky. Um, my, my whole career, I started off as a little guy watching Van Damme and the movie Kickboxer, so like, that set the tone for my career. I wanted to go to Thailand. I wanted to fight the most and Thai uh, possible, uh, and then lucky enough, I had a sponsor in Australia who was Thai, and he said, you know what, let's go do it. So he, he helped pay for my ticket, I jumped on the plane. Next minute, I'm living in a Thai camp. I'm the only Westerner. This is back in the 90s too, so there wasn't many Westerners there. So to get accepted into the camp was like a big deal. And then I started fighting for uh, like a thousand baht, which is like $30. And then I worked my way up. And then I ended up winning uh, two world titles in Bangkok against the most famous Thais possible. And then uh, my last fight there, I won a a million baht. So it's it's like like a dream come true. (laughs) $65? Hey, hey. Yeah, pretty much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you also beat Dwayne Ludwig in in K1.
5: Yeah, me and Dwayne are good friends. Uh, I had. Had um We trained together at Master Toddy's in Vegas before we fought each other. This is back in 2001. And uh, we got on really well. And then good guys. And then uh, year 2004 came and then K1 gave me a call saying, I oh, would like you to compete in the eliminations for uh, the eight-man final. Uh, your first opponent will be um, Dwayne. So, Dwayne! Oh, nice. no. Oh, one of those ones where you've got to fight your buddy. Mm-hmm. But, um. Yeah, it was a good fight. we uh, It was very exciting. Uh, I was lucky enough to get the win and, and, and go on to the eight-man uh, tournament a few months later. But ever since, me and Dwayne have been good. And I, I'm so happy to see him doing so well in his career right now as a the leading trainer of the Alpha Boys. It's um so good to see him be, be so successful. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, no, that was awesome. I, I saw one fight that you got into where you and the guy got into a some kind of a beef online in like a uh, forum. and
5: yeah, no, I do that all the time. That, that, <laughs> that, that narrows it down to about... 500 people (laughs) but
0: and then well you won with an uppercut in the fourth round uh jay i think his name is jay tar or something and then yeah and then you you like stood over him after you that was crazy
5: it was bad i'm so sorry i really wish i didn't do that because um i really got a lot of respect for jordan um but what happened we were uh, it was good fight good fight good fight fourth round um he's just nailed me and he's had me against the fence and we just trading. And I was one of those decisions where if I don't fight back. He's gonna knock me out. So I bit down on my mouthpiece, and we just stood in the centre of the cage, trading, 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 trading. And I was lucky enough to hit him, and I, I dropped him. And because of the this thing, um, adrenaline, it just um, I just overtook me, and I and I stood over him. And I, I look back and I really regret that move because I'm, I'm usually a really good sportsman, and just I, I just look like a thug when I did that. I'm really uh, apologetic for that um, move. Cause, yeah, it's not me.
0: I, you know I've seen worse things happen, and it wasn't. But I appreciate you apologizing. That's very it shows what kind of a guy you are. But I, I, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen in, in, in the octagon. I, I think what Brock Lesnar did to to Frank wow. Mayer afterwards, or uh, Bisbing spitting. There's been a lot of uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. there's, 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 there's been a lot of things that I've seen that are even even Ronda not shaking the opponent's hand. I think would be.
5: I, mean, was, I, I, I wonder she's on. Yeah, that was that was a, Ah, just shake it. Just after all the controversy, just shake the hand. Just give it a give. Just give it a knuckles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, but what do you do? That's 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 her personality, and I'm sure everyone will forget it by the next fight. She'll go on to be a megastar.
0: Right now, um, yeah. now how old are you then?
5: Uh, I'm damn! I hate this question. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna 37. I'll be 38 in May. And uh, I still got... I feel, like I'm, I feel like I'm still 25, 26. I still feel good. I, I run a really want to compete for as long as I can. Because uh, my wife's pregnant, so we're going to have our third child. Awesome. And I've got to support these oh, bloody kids. Congratulations. Somehow.
0: Congratulations. Six more babies will be able to catch up to T-Rex. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 you you wanted to uh, audition for a tryout for The Ultimate Fighter, Australia vs. Canada. And they wouldn't let you.
5: Uh, yeah. Um, there's a couple um yeah, the, I think they had a, a minimum of firefight requirement. And, and also my age is also a factor as well. So uh, it, it, was, it was one of those things where I, I, I just wanted to have a, a crack because, like I said before, such a big UFC fan and I really wanted to, to um, get recognition for all the years. And then, then not entering the house, not getting the opportunity, it was sort of a, a blessing in disguise because, after everything I've done in the sport, and sure enough, I, I can't really see anyone standing with me, so I would have got taken to the ground, I would have got smothered. Uh, and then if I had got grinded out and beaten on points, then my legacy would have been erased because, uh, because of one MMA fight. So it's better if I just keep doing what I'm doing and keep doing Muay Thai and keep promoting what I'm doing in the cage here and um, try and take that to another level. How was that? I've got a question for you. Sure. You're, you're really funny, but today you're very serious. Yeah. Today, <laughs> I'm gonna, all this time I've been thinking, how am I gonna um, come back with something witty and funny? And but you're just normal today.
0: Yeah, I'm, well, I'm pretty normal. I, I just I just try to be funny when I'm on stage doing comedy or in conversation. If You know, it's the kind of thing. I'm actually I respect you. I actually want to know these things about you. Yeah. So I'm. Yeah. I'm Sorry Jack if his, I, sorry his, if I'm not as funny his, as I, I should be. Uh, I, you know, you see, you, plus you're like married, so that, yeah, that, that I not That goes I half the questions. The yeah. the door. half the questions about how much puss you got back in the day yeah. you don't want to answer,
5: right? <laughs> he's at least okay.
1: got three times. Yeah,
5: right. <laughs> How am I going to, how am I going to, i am going to be on, I've got to be on, I've had a red bull at six in the morning just so I could be that little bit more wittier. Oh
0: no, you're, you're doing great, man. Uh, you're, you're, this is, the, I, I think people that want to, you know, people tune in because they actually want to know about you guys. I, I mean, it's like half interview, serious, half, you know, questions at a bar. Well, how I would, ask, if I went to you at a bar and these are the questions that I, I, I would ask, that's our thing. Um, now, training with GSP, what was that like?
5: Oh man, absolutely amazing. So I got the opportunity to go over there and um, do some seminars. And then I had three three days before I was coming back to Australia. And then the owner uh, that took me over for the seminars, hey, look, you've got a couple of spare days. Um, would you like to go to TriStar and meet Joyce St. Pierre? I said, oh, yes, of course. That would be such an unbelievable experience. Just to get a picture with him and put it on my Facebook, that'd be, that'd be awesome. And then uh, uh, they rang for Az and they said, yeah, we know John Wayne. Um, we we're happy to put him up for the night. If he, we have, we're actually sparring uh, Muay Thai on Tuesdays. with Wayne what like to do some rounds. So, like, whoa, yeah, for sure. So we, we got there, and um, I was so nervous. I was like a little schoolboy that first day of school. So I put the shin pads and gloves on. I said, okay, um, go and spar George. And as I was getting closer and closer, this this figure just got bigger and larger, and um, we've touched gloves. And in, in the, the worst little schoolgirl voice I've ever done is like, Oh my god! I can't believe I was you. Thank you, George. This is the greatest cruise of my life. <laughs> and then, um, and, that, and then, the round started. And then I was waiting for this incredible left, left jab, and this crazy soup man's. And um, about thirty seconds in, I, I thought to myself, "Hang on a second, I, I think I'm winning." And then, and then once I relaxed, I started beating into the jab. I started parrying the punches. I, I placed a uh, shin kick across his neck and just left it there. And he just froze, and his eyes went like saucepans he's like, oh, my God, if that was anyone else, they would have taken me out. And you were you were, um, a gentleman enough to just place it there. I can't thank you enough for not dropping me in front of everybody. So I ah, don't worry about it. It's just, just what I do. Wow. And then uh, you out. <laughs> So, so we, we've done the spa, and we, we took our photos, and once again, I, I skipped out of the gym like a little girl, thinking this is the greatest ever. And then, uh, and then about three, four months later, Ferraz sends me an email saying, hey, look, we we're, were so impressed with the way you moved around with George. Would you like to come back to Montreal and train him for the Hendrix flight for a couple of weeks? And, and I, at first I thought, it was like, I got you. I got your email. And then I said, yeah, for sure. And then sure enough, um, George picked me up at the airport, and we were just uh, side by side for two weeks. And I, I lived in his I lived in his shadow for two It was a, a, amazing. Um, and, and an interesting little story, I was, I was with him the day that he went and um, had a meeting with the, the water um, guys, and George had his um, a whole bag of his protein, his fish oil, uh, his everything. And he said, I want you to test every single product that I'm on to make sure that everything is clean. I'm willing to spend $20,000 for me and Jordan to get tested at any given time over the next 10 weeks he was and and I sat there and I said look with the with the, the Nevada Commission they might test for 50 things we're gonna test for 300 things so there's absolutely no way that anyone can get away with um, any like doping or tapering off and 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 um and then uh, about two or three days later, with the uh, Dana White coming out and uh, ridiculing George for going ahead with this sort of idea, and it just it just sort of blew up in his face. I, I think um, it was so disheartening to, to see how will, how far George was willing to push the envelope to to guarantee that his fight was going to be 100% legit, and then having really ridiculed by um, the UFC was just uh, heartbreaking. And then to, to see to fly to Vegas, watch the fight, and all the the stuff that happened afterwards, it was just. Um, I can just can't imagine how devastated George is to, to do all that and then just to have it blow up in his face. Do you it's think
0: Dana um, was out of line?
5: Yeah, I thought it was really sad. Considering how much money they've made through George, um, how much of a legend, how much of a superstar. He's never bad-mouthed anybody. He's always 100% um, professional always wears a suit. And then being with him for the two weeks, he, he doesn't turn off. For two weeks, it's, um, people come up 24 hours a day, um, day, night, breakfast, wife's halfway through a meal. He's always gets up, takes a theater, has these little 30 seconds with him so they feel like they've, they've, they've spent a little bit with George. Uh, he's just the perfect ambassador for the sport. And then for them to turn around and to say, like, I, he wasn't a great champion, he's just trying to cause problems. It's just, uh, I, I don't think it's fair. I don't think and then if it turns into like the Randy Couture scenario where they bar in from UFC events and um, he doesn't get his Hall of Fame recognition it'd be, it'd be so devastating considering yeah. he sold out uh, the, uh, in the Canada a venue with 70,000 people like how much money through the gate was like 13 million dollars so surely the UFC owed him not he owed the UFC yeah so
0: I mean
5: I, hope, I, mean, yeah, I totally I understand I
0: to what you're that saying line, that, that's my feelings I? yeah I mean I think that uh, yeah I think that well I don't think anyone's saying he wasn't a great champion I think Dana just wanted him to give Hendrix a rematch, but at the same time, George put it all on the line. It, you know, the guy every single time, you know, dominated so many people. It's like if the if George St. Pierre wants to retire, that's, to me, it, that's his choice. I mean, right? I mean, that's, yeah. you know.
5: Yeah. Uh, he's such a good guy. He's so, he's, he's so normal, considering how um, celebrity he is and uh, how rich he is. Yeah. But he's got he's so much money. He's. He's, I, I would love that visa card of his. <laughs> hey, you can go to a, you can get a, a restaurant and just 30 people and not even look at the bill just give them the card. Yep. Put it on my tab. Did you guys so, ever party together? Uh, uh yes. So, say so, um, <laughs> this is how much of a legend George is. So it was, I think I was 12 weeks out before his camp started and, um, he brought me to Canada. And as I got up to the airplane, goes, um, I bought you the, I bought you early for two reasons. One, I want to get to know you. And two, I want to party with you. That's like, Yes. How cool are you? This is the best thing ever. But I couldn't keep up. George is a he's a, he doesn't drink as much, but he just likes the scene. Wait, so what were
0: these to... parties like? Okay, were there just naked girls everywhere?
5: Oh no, we were just in the clubs. We just went to the clubs. So well, you guys friends. were dancing
0: but, uh, and you had girls come up to you, right? Tons of girls. Right. Oh you... Not so much me, George. I mean George, George. right? So George is surrounded by
5: chicks. Yeah, George is um it's just we how's this for our story? So we walk into the VIP, we, we walk from one side of the club to the other, and just as we're about to reach our table, the whole club stops, turns, and then every single person walks towards us. And it was so intimidating by the time we hit the table without stopping, we had to just turn around and walk back out because of, um, it was like too overbearing. It was like, okay, thanks everyone, we're gone. Um, he has. I've met famous people in my life, and it's always cool, but George is a different level. I've never met anyone. It's like walking around with um, a beetle or Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, it's <laughs>
0: oh, crazy. P. Well, uh, the only thing is, is that Jesus could finish. So, so um, I'm just kidding. That was a, there, Jesus there, never a, tapped. That was a, George never tapped. Well, except the one time to Matt Hughes. Uh, but no, GSP is one of my favorite fighters, and uh, the guy, the guy couldn't be more of a, a uh, class act. Mm-hmm. But I do have to know. Okay, so I'm George St. Pierre, and I'm hanging out with John Wayne Parr, and we're at the club, and there's going to, and there's hundreds of girls surrounding us. George's getting numbers calling him afterwards. I mean, is he going into a private you know g s p room where he gets to greece i mean I mean what exactly is going on in there
5: um, uh, i don't know i I don't know if I'm obliged to to let out this secret information uh, yeah he's a uh, He's he's he's. Let's say he the data on his phone's full from uh, possibilities that uh, future interests. Wow! Yeah.
0: Wow! I giving girls the GS penis. That's the GS penis. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. why. Yeah, good for you, good for you, John, and, and and good for you for staying faithful, because you could probably get a lot of his leftovers, you know, or the chicks yeah. that he turned yeah. down, or,
5: you know, yeah. your wife's uh, got to be smoking hot my wife my wife's um, actually from california too she's american oh no where'd you guys meet uh, vegas she was um she was the most famous female fighter at uh, master toddies at the time and she was back when k1 was big in vegas she was the super fight what's her so name she was like she was like the gina Carano of muay thai at the time and then um i got the opportunity to, to work in vegas and uh fight in vegas and then um she was a star and then we we locked eyes from uh, across the gym and then uh, ever since that day, we're under we're under our third kid and uh, almost twelve years of marriage. Wow! Yeah, so, that's a very tough couple. Wait, so what's your what's your wife's name? Uh, Andrew, at the time it was Angela Rivera, so and now we, she's um, Angie Parr. So so she's Mexican. So she, uh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> 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 you don't <did> sound <yourself> proud. <laughs> <laughs> that is uh, unbelievable. Cook she uh, the best burritos and tacos and uh, everything. It's unbelievable. It's cool. <laughs>
0: That's awesome.
2: We should go visit him.
0: <laughs>
5: yeah, we have to come to Australia, man. So, <laughs> yeah, well, I live on um, the Gold Coast. It's a, uh, it's the the place. And what would it be like? It's like the San Diego of America. It's like everyone comes here to, to holiday. We've got all the theme parks, the SeaWorlds, the movie MovieWorlds, the DreamWorlds. We're on the beach. Uh, my my gym's only five minutes from the, um, the most famous beach in Australia. Wow. So, if any, anyone, you ever, everyone want to come and have a visit, you're more than welcome to come and hang out.
0: Who's the best guy right now in the UFC from Australia?
5: Uh, well, Colin Oakes will do the Australia vs. Canada. So, hopefully, he's going to fight um, Patrick Cote. And then, we had George George Sotaropoulos. Yeah, Sotaropoulos. Yeah. Bob- uh, and then you had Elvis. He, okay, he, Elvis. Was, he was at a high level, but, uh, yeah, he sort of didn't go too well the last couple of years. So, and then, Probably Cole's our, our our biggest um, hope at the moment. Uh, we also have um, Anthony pa- Paresh. Yeah, Anthony uh, Parrish. Yeah, yeah. he he's, he's sometimes is hot and cold as well. Um, he's had some pretty tough fights. Um, who else we got?
0: Yeah, he lost to Bader, but he, he he knocked out Vinny Magalius in what like fifteen
5: yeah, that was seconds. A big upset. That was amazing. I couldn't. I didn't believe that was going to happen. I thought he was going to get murdered. <laughs> so for him to come out. And, and,
0: so who do you uh, like? Do you like uh, Patrick Cote or Noak?
5: I like Moke. Um, I think it's a hard fight. Uh, Patrick's very good, very skilled, very tough. And but Carl's my mate. Carl's my brother from another mother. And 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 he's training with uh, the uh, Greg Jackson. So mm-hmm. hopefully he does his uh, all the work in the gym, and he's hanging out with John Jones and all the boys there. So mm-hmm. hopefully they're going to raise him to another level, and and, and hopefully he's going to shock the world.
2: Yeah, Noak's mm-hmm. a great guy. I, I've got I've got a chance to uh, spend some time with him, though. Great guy, and, and super yeah. tough fighter too.
5: Yeah, he's cool. He's really nice. He's really
0: good boy. We've had a couple Australian ring girls on the show before. Uh, the The one guy who's dating Ross, Pier- one girl, the one girl who's dating uh, was dating Ross Pearson. What's her name? She's a uh, she's, she's a couple of UFC ring girls. We had a couple of them. Uh, they were smoking hot. I forgot the girl's name. The blonde. Yeah, yeah. yeah do yeah. we do we have her on? Yeah. What was her girl's name from Australia? What? Something like that.
6: It's like Castro sort of with
0: a K. Yeah, yeah. Something with a K. I forgot her name, but she's she's hot. Australian girls I find are like. I, I had sex with an Australian girl one time and then mm-hmm. afterwards she goes, that's all you got? Like, they're, they're, they're very... That's all you got, mate? They're, they're very forward and uh, abrasive and hot and they put out... That's
5: all you got. Have you heard of the Aussie French kiss? The Aussie French kiss? What's that? Anal? It's like a normal French kiss, but we do it down under. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing.
0: All right, so you, so you got a big fight. Where can we watch your next fight?
5: Uh, I'm hopefully going to try and do a, a live pay-per-view stream, so I'm working on all the uh, logistics now. And then I, I'm, I'm I really want to get the, my CMT, the Cage Muay Thai, off the ground. So uh, I think this is the first move forward to try and get it more international. So and then the guy I'm fighting, he's from the French superstar. He just had a fight on the weekend, winning by second-round knockout, winning in a third world, third world title. So it's very heavy hands as well. So in MMA gloves is going to be tough. So being the promoter, I, I don't want to. Bring out a, a guy that I'm going to just knock over and, and be the man. I'd rather uh, do it the hard way and, and really test myself. And this guy's going to bring it. So no, it's great. Uh, no,
0: I noticed that all the guys, a lot of guys that you know who have their own promotions, they put themselves against guys that they think they're going to destroy. And you go up against tough, tough dudes, man.
5: Yeah, uh, um, I've done it all my career, and then I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel comfortable if I if I got myself an easy one. And the crowd wouldn't too. And I. I, I got, so much time building my legacy, and then the last thing I want to do is uh, shoot myself in the foot and give myself a, a wood duck. So I, I need to lay uh, put my head on the pillow at night time, and, and really um, scare the bejesus out of myself. It's like, oh man, what have I done?
0: <laughs> I a uh, final question What do you think about Tyrone Spong and his, uh, his uh, chances in, in MMA? Uh,
5: I reckon Tyrone's a, a beast in, in kickboxing. I don't think he's really been tested yet in the MMA world. His first two fights uh, for the World fighting, fighting League, oh, uh, yeah, I think that that first guy he fought, oh, my God. Angel Leander with a horrible physique? Yeah. He fought, <laughs> he fought the guy that guy, that boxer that never had an MMA fight in his life, he didn't even know what a leg kick was, let alone uh, the ground. So I don't think he's been tested. I think um, the whole, the Rampage feud is uh, it's hilarious. It's, it's hilarious, yes. <laughs> uh, if it's just, if if Rampage stood with though, Rampage would have a difficulty walking because uh, Tyrone would kick the uh, stuff out of his legs. But if, if uh, Rampage went into the ground, they that would be yeah. a different element. So, but I, I, I wish him all the best. I think Tyrone could be the the new sort of gene that's going to come out through the through the woods, woods. So, fingers crossed.
0: Well, thank you, John. Thank you for coming on our show. Anytime. Good luck with your next fight. You're a legend, man. Nothing but respect from us.
5: Uh, thank you very much. And I look forward to giggling at your uh, Twitter page in the future. <laughs> oh thanks, man. I appreciate it, John. Thanks, John. Later, buddy. Thank you.
0: I love Australian people, man. They're 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 class acts. Mm-hmm. A, a guy's a
2: beast. They're awesome. One of, there's a few of the few of the motocross riders I know that are better from Australia and they're just the the, uh, the most awesome people I've ever met.
0: Like, yeah. You're a motocross personality. guy?
2: Yeah, big are fan. You? Big fan. Do you ride? Yeah. I do too. That's crazy. Did you ever get really?
0: nervous? You might get hurt doing that? Yeah.
2: You know, I, I got to kind of tone it down a little. Yeah, bit. taper it back a little bit. But, you know, I, I love riding. You know, I'm not going to be doing backflips or nothing. But,
0: man, we, I got to start managing you, man. It, honestly, <laughs> no more motocross, no more crazy chicks. Uh, no more. We got to Jake Ellenberger focus. Straight ahead, <laughs> man. Yes. We got we to get that world title. Gas pedal, gas That's pedal, it. gas pedal. We gotta get that world title. Uh, so, Phil Veroni texted he will not be on the show today. Uh, something came up. Uh, who knows what? I'm sure he'll have a great story about it. Um, I can't wait to hear. It. Our, our next guest uh, was Miss USA 2012, also Miss Texas. And Miss Corpus Christi, which uh, I think Miss USA is a little more impressive than Miss Corpus How many girls are in Corpus Anyway, so she, uh, she's now uh, doing jujitsu and documenting it, her path to becoming a black belt. We have belt Whitney. I think she's a white belt right now. Okay. Uh, so it might be a long documentary. Uh, but it's, a, <laughs> right. it's Whitney Miller. Don't they start you off with a white belt? They yeah. give you one, right? When Anyone you show gets up? a white belt. So I'm a white belt. Uh well I think you have to actually go to a class. You uh, can't just get a I don't I mean I've been to No Hello. Hello, is this Whitney Miller?
3: Hey, yes, how's it
0: going? How's it going? You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast You're with T Rex and Jake Ellenberger. How how's it are going?
3: You? Hey guys.
0: What's going on? Uh now, Miss Whitney Miller, um now no, Miss Whitney Miller, now you uh I've been watching I I watched your video last night. Uh uh you you were a Miss USA two thousand twelve, correct? Yeah. Now is that the Donald Trump one or I mean what what is that the one that we see on TV?
3: So there's three different organizations. There's USA, United States, and America. Pretty much the same exact thing, different owners, and one has a talent portion.
0: Nice. So and so, then you so you won the yeah. talent portion?
3: <laughs> Sorry?
0: So you won the one with the talent?
3: No. Oh. No. No talent portion on that one. <laughs> we did swimsuit, evening gown, on-stage question, and interview.
0: Uh, now, you are very beautiful, by the way. Extremely hot. Uh,
3: oh, awesome. Thanks. No, I mean,
0: you're you're uh, you're definitely a, a looker. <laughs> she said that like you just let her know for the first time. Oh, awesome. Thanks. Yeah. I know. I mean, you probably <laughs> get that Never all the before. time, right?
3: <laughs> no, no. not. I really, I honestly don't, to be totally honest with you guys. I, I really don't.
0: But but didn't you grow up? Now, you were a pageant girl from the get-go, correct? Like, you were, were you, like, um, did, like, the Honey Boo Boo pageants? I mean, were you?
3: (laughs) Yeah, my little little sister is Honey Boo Boo. So, yeah, of course I grew up doing it. No, absolutely not. I actually did my first um, pageant when I was 15, Mm -hmm. and I won that one, and then I didn't do anything for six years. And then I decided to do Miss Texas. Um, a week beforehand, and I borrowed my dress and everything and decided to go in there and try it out. And that one worked out. I won the swimsuit and then went to Miss United States, and then that one worked out.
0: <laughs> wow. And now when did you start doing jiu-jitsu?
3: Um, when I handed my crown over in July.
0: So you've been doing it? So a- I made
3: the announcement. Um, we had like a, you had to do a final walk, and so I made the announcement that I was going to go into combative sports. Um, on July fourth, and then I took my first Jiu-Jitsu class like the following week. So it's only been about six months. Oh, so
0: you're you're brand new. You're so you're I'm
3: brand
0: new. You're brand new, but but you are documenting it. And I saw you at a couple tournaments. You had a good uh, a, a good uh, rear naked choke on that one girl. Mm-hmm. The the, mm-hmm. the other girl caught you with an arm bar. Uh, yeah. L- yeah.
3: That's what I need to work on. I'm not very good with those, the arm bars and triangles. But I love choking people. We could practice. I know so. it sounds bad, but I really choking do. people. It's, my, it's like my move.
0: <laughs> you love choking people. Now, uh, now, are you planning on going to like out, mixed martial arts and like crossing over and doing other or, or just strictly jujitsu?
3: Uh, well, right now I'm just doing jujitsu, but I am training for both, so I can definitely see myself crossing over. At some point.
1: Nice. So now that you've relinquished your crown, you've pretty much got all the mileage out of your face.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, hopefully, it won't be. I won't damage myself too much. Who knows? I did see uh, one of the Invicta fighters. I guess Caitlin Young posted a photo of her um, mm-hmm. face after she Post-fight. took a knee during training, yeah. and that was. Absolutely terrifying.
0: That's the thing. That's like I told my dad about you. I was like, yeah, dad, I got this girl coming on. She was Miss USA, and now she's doing it. My dad's like, what is she, nuts? Well, he's, like, he's, like, what? he's like, what's wrong with her? No, oh, that's Fallon Fox. And that's, no, I mean, that's a lot of, I mean, you, you said your mom started crying when, when, when you told her, and your dad thought you were oh, crazy. Yeah. I mean, isn't there a part of you that's like your, your face is so beautiful right now that aren't you kind of worried about getting it, your nose broken and your teeth knocked out and
3: a little bit worried, but I'm. I'm honestly, maybe I should be more worried because everybody else seems so freaked out about it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, right I, now I'm honestly not, but maybe I will when it's too late. I don't know. That sounds so bad.
1: You just go ahead and get a tooth knocked out really quickly, and then just go balls out from that point on. Well, I'm already ugly now, so I can just go for it. That, that is
0: a <laughs> horrible, horrible advice. That is a great plan, T-Rex. Great. <laughs> <laughs> now you are. Go for it.
3: my head, everything.
0: Now, Jake, what were you saying? Oh, I was going to ask you, how did you introduce um,
2: jiu-jitsu to your parents? How did you come about telling them
3: that? <laughs> oh, uh, well, I told them at the pageant that I was going to announce that I was going into combative sports. And mm-hmm. I just showed them, you know, a video of jujitsu. But then, of course ronda rousey comes up and they start mm-hmm. looking at the rousey fights and at her breaking arms mm-hmm. and all of these bloody mma fights so my mom's crying she's screaming in the corner my dad like doesn't even want to talk to me it's almost and like you told
1: him you were dating a black guy
4: i know like, <laughs> oh my no, gosh
2: <laughs> my mom started no, crying when i told not. her that, that you're a black guy yeah <laughs>
1: I can handle the gay thing It's the black part of the Yeah
2: <laughs> yeah. My, my brother actually fought a guy With the nickname The Unbreakable Heavy Hitter And my mom was like Oh my gosh Are you serious? That's his nickname? And we're like Mom you know you can give yourself Your own nickname right?
0: Oh okay Yeah so And yeah, it yeah. was
2: like You know just like <laughs> Come on mom Like it's So
0: Mine was Antidepressant That was my nickname a- Adam
3: Antidepressant Antidepressant
0: Nice <laughs> now, now you do seem like a cool girl How old are you? 21? 22? 24 24 okay now uh mm-hmm. do you have a boyfriend i do oh all right interview is over yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> calling in next so you have a boyfriend and what does your boyfriend do
3: he is the ceo of
0: on it oh come on this is really uh-huh. so he's a millionaire how old is your boyfriend do what how how, how old is he
3: He's thirty-two. Uh,
0: that's not that. <laughs> I love that not...
3: we go into my love life. <laughs> no,
0: because you're a hot girl, and how long have you been dating this guy for?
3: We've been together almost two years.
0: Okay, are you gonna are you gonna marry him or?
3: I don't know. I mean, it's a possibility, but. Mm. He's the one that has to put
0: a ring on the finger. Mm. Damn.
3: <laughs> I guess I could propose, but that might be a little weird.
0: Now, I mean, do you think maybe that you're getting into jiu jitsu and all these combat sports because you're kind of angry that your parents put you in these beauty pageants and that you're angry about having a boyfriend and you just want to get it out and like choke somebody and no? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like rebelling. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> no, are you, uh, no, has it, honestly, though, I've, I have noticed sometimes like when I, uh, when I, I've done a couple jujitsu classes, and when I wrestle and take boxing classes, that my sex life is better uh, because I'm um, um, my testosterone's up, and I um, I could I just actually like. Err! Is, have you noticed that with you? Uh,
3: well, I don't know if, I, if my teso- testosterone in- <laughs> increases as much as yours, but um, I'm definitely more flexible, so that that helps. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I bet. No, I actually became more flexible watching your videos. Boy, 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 boy. So, uh, no. Nice. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> does your boyfriend train at all? Uh, yeah,
3: he doesn't train as much as I do, but he's trained for years and years. No, well, we got a guy sitting been his studio kind of knock him out. By the sport. Would, uh,
0: would your boyfriend sponsor Jake Ellenberger? Because Onit's a big thing, right? Isn't Onit like one of the? That's one of the major sponsors. Yeah, what, what, yeah. What, yeah. what, what does Onit Lab do? What are they? What exactly does Onnit Lab do?
3: Well, it's all like functional foods and fitness equipment, unconventional training, and um, all-natural supplements that actually work. And they just don't have any crap in them. So for me, taking their stream tech sport for jujitsu, I don't get like that jittery feeling that some of the other extreme and intense, you know, pre-workouts that you find on the market. You just feel calm and ready to go, and you have another roll or two in you after practice.
2: Do you, do you work for them as well? That was a sales pitch right there.
3: Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, you I don't, but I just take all their stuff, okay. so I actually really like
0: it. <laughs> now, now when I meet a girl like you, which is rare, but when I do meet a girl who's a beauty queen and uh, who's, who's as hot as you are and, and, and whatever, I get very – you know, I, I kind of know that I'm, I'm not going to land you or, or sort of – I just kind of like throw a couple of Hail Marys because it doesn't seem like – I don't know. I kind of take myself out of the game. How does a guy like this guy, your boyfriend – pick you up, and end up sleeping with you. Take us through that process.
3: (laughs) How did he actually do that? Yeah. Well, I came to him and (laughs) asked him to sponsor me for the Miss United States pageant. And then was like, hey, or he told me, hey, let's work out. Let's do this. Let's go to lunch. And so we ended up working out. And I'm really, I know a lot of girls say this, but this is so true for me. If you can make me laugh and if you can keep up with me in the gym, then I'm pretty much sold. Uh-oh, and so I that's kind know. of how, how it happened.
0: Have you met Adam Hunter before? <laughs> I, could, I could make her laugh. I don't <laughs> know about keeping up with her. Have the you gym. been to LA? <laughs> so, so, how long did it take for him to like, get you to put out?
3: <laughs> um, let's see. I don't know. I mean, you know, when it works, it works.
0: <laughs> so I mean, that it's, means pretty quick. Yeah, so like two dates? Oh,
3: I know. I definitely put out on the first date. You no, po- I'm just kidding.
0: I yeah, You're about to Definitely be a spokesperson kidding. for our podcast. That is going to be our new co-host. Yeah, your new co-host. And that's our new quote for the thing I put out in the first date. Great. Just so you know, it was going to be awesome. Whitney Miller.
3: Thanks.
0: <laughs> now, does your boyfriend
2: get jealous at all that, that, you know, you train jiu-jitsu and you're in the guard and you're in a lot of different positions? That, does that make him angry? I mean, does he get at all envious about okay. that?
3: Not that I know of. Um, he doesn't express it at all. And I've never really um, been in an awkward situation with a guy during jiu-jitsu, which has been nice so far, and I hope to keep it that way.
0: So are you also train with Cub Swanson?
3: Um, I've trained with him before. He's not like my trainer. But, yeah, I've trained with him before. He's on the On It fight team. And so um, that's one of the cool things about being with these guys is that we get to bring some really great fighters in, and they're very welcoming, and um, want to show me whatever they can.
0: Now, now you, now you I, I've noticed you've gotten a lot of attention though. Like you, you were on the. Um cover of, uh, you know, The Underground and Bleacher Report and Bloody Elbow and all these MMA websites. Do you think, is there any resentment towards, like, from other girl fighters who are like, all right, this is getting ridiculous, like, you know, I've been doing this for five, six years, this girl's doing it for six months, and how come I don't get articles and stuff like that?
3: Right, yeah. Well, the thing is, I mean, I honestly didn't expect any of this attention whatsoever. I didn't even want to post the video at first. I was like, eh, I don't really like it, I don't want to be interested, whatever. And so when I got this attention, it completely blew my mind. And I've definitely heard, you know, girls here in Austin and other girls talking about just exactly what you're saying. Hey, I've been doing this for years. I don't get any exposure. Haters. And now I have, like, this huge target on my head because everybody wants to beat up the beauty queen, you know? Yeah. But, um,
1: <laughs> Haters
3: don't hate. I mean, hate. At this, I just have to keep training Haters and showing them hate. that really just to make them shut up.
0: But you're a, you're a, a white belt, correct? Yeah. So you're going to be going into other white belts. So you're going to be okay for a while. <laughs> you know. Like- yeah,
3: I'll be okay for a while. That's fine. But I mean, like in training, you know, like tomorrow I'm going to a gym here and where it is that I'm going there to train. And so there's a lot of girls that want to go there and, you know, see what I, what I have to do. And they want to go there and show me that this is their gym and that I can't walk in there and, you know, be Miss Beauty Queen or whatever. So
0: you have like you noticed that like in practice girls are trying extra hard to tap you or men are either too but out out of practice have you have you noticed um, that situation at all?
3: Um, A little bit, but not as much as I thought. I think kind of tomorrow is is gonna be the the day if that happens.
0: Okay. Well, good luck.
3: Yeah. I w- give, us a, give us a I'm report. Need it, thanks. I'm a little nervous here.
0: No, I mean, listen, first of all, there should be somebody with you to make sure that there's no bullies, because that's kind of bullshit. I mean, mm-hmm. girls shouldn't be going to a gym just so they can say they beat up a Miss America. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. I mean, right? I mean, what, Yeah, what, what, I agree. I mean, what is that? I mean, I mean what is that going to prove to anybody? Exactly.
3: I don't know. I agree. I mean, I'm Haters. putting in as much work as anybody else is. I don't understand why people want to beat me up. <laughs> Indeed.
0: <Invious. laughs> Envy. They're, they're jealous. jealous. They. I mean, but I mean, they're jealous, and and also, but you know, you just have to be. Uh, you, 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 I think you have to be careful. I mean, but you want to do acting, right? Acting and hosting.
3: Um. Not so much acting. I mean, I, I wouldn't mind doing hosting of some sort, but right now I'm definitely doing
0: this. Okay. Here's my advice for you. Okay. Don't get into. <laughs> Don't get into getting punched right, in the face. You're 23 years old. You're gorgeous. You're hot. I understand you like jujitsu. Keep that up. That's a beautiful sport. It's a great martial art. Don't get into real fighting. Uh, go become a host on the E channel or or, uh, or on Spike or one of these things. Take your use what you have. You're very articulate. You're beautiful, and don't get to, you know. Right. I mean, I hate to be a, like a dick. I mean, if, you want, <laughs> if that's what if you want to be a fighter, that's what you want to do. But I, I, if I was your manager or your career advisor, I would say keep training. But use what you have, because guys obviously want to look at you. you. You got a good sponsor. You're, you're you're dating your sponsor. Just you know, use all these things for your advantage. But don't get, don't ju- don't hop into a, an octagon until you're you know. I, I don't know. I mean, do you guys agree?
2: I, I do. I mean, the reality of the situation too is is it's such a long road. Yeah, like you um, would have. I think she would have had to start already, have been started mm-hmm. to I mean, make it to the UFC. And, and two, you know, just even to add to that, like you, you really have to dedicate your life to, if you want. If you know, if you want to compete in the, in the sport of mixed martial arts and succeed at the highest level, you have to dedicate your life to it.
0: That's just the reality. And Wendy, I'm not being a hater. I'm not being a
2: doubter.
3: No, no, no. no. I, I totally, I hear what you guys are saying for sure, and I'm not saying that I'm for sure going to make the switch over to MMA. But Mm -hmm. for me right now, I just kind of have to go through this journey and see what's up. I mean, because I hear hear all that stuff all the time from everybody. You know, I only have a few supporters on my side. Um, But right now, it's definitely just jujitsu. And I just can't see myself going to be a host on the E! channel and just calling it a day. Like, I need (laughs) need some competition. I'm not saying to call it a day.
0: I'm not saying to call it a day. I'm, not, I'm just saying that you – you're the one – I'm reading your thing. It says you're, you want to be a host. That's what you said.
3: Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: So, I mean, if, if you want to be a host and you have this and you have this look and you have this beauty thing, then I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying I don't want to see you with your nose on your uh, ankle. You know, it's, it's just <laughs> – sure. Why? That'd that would be awesome if her nose either. was on her ankle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Call yeah maybe, your, maybe with your maybe with your legs above your head but, That's but above, not me. right <laughs> I don't want to you know but who am I look I mean look you who knows maybe maybe you can get into it and become the best fighter of all time and three I mean things of crazy stuff has happened you know and I'm I'm not telling you to not go after your dream go after your dream I'm just saying if I was advising you as a career mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So.
3: Absolutely. Nothing you I haven't hear heard you. before. I, you. I don't think you're hating at all.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I don't, I don't want people to go, oh, you know, you're, you're being a dick. I, 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 I'm, a lot of people, I'm sure, would want to see you in a, in a, in a, in a, in a fight. I'm not saying I wouldn't watch it. I would, I would definitely watch it. I just don't want to see, uh, you know, you got, who knows? What, what do I know? I don't know anything. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, but you are beautiful and you have a very lucky boyfriend. For, on oh, it. He's definitely on it. You know.
3: he's on it that's yeah. right
0: yeah I want to be on it so but from the back from yes so how many how, alright uh, final question so how many guys before this boyfriend have you slept with Do what uh, how many guys have you been with in your life
3: how many guys have I slept with in my life yeah
0: how many guys have been <laughs> more on more
3: than I can count I mean seriously it's just been a rampage my entire life <laughs>
0: yeah Really? How do I get involved? <laughs> no.
3: Oh. No, and I'm not going to answer it. but no, It hasn't been a rampage, Jesus.
0: <laughs> All right, so it's, so it's. I, I like her. Uh, yeah, so it's less than ten.
3: Less than ten.
1: Hmm. She she rolled her eyes after hmm. she said that. I can tell.
0: All right. All right. Well.
3: I'm just rolling my eyes at at you guys.
0: All right. So. All right. Well, that's uh. Where can people find you? Oh, yeah, okay. You can find
3: me on yeah, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Ms. Tugits, Miss Two Jits M I S S the number two and then J I T S and then on the YouTube channel we'll be posting all kinds of videos and workouts and recipes and all that good stuff.
0: Have you ever fought anybody at a at a, a beauty pageant?
3: No, but uh, I feel like I would. I actually thought about that when I was handing my crown over. I thought that maybe we should have like a fight off. Whoever wins the title from me has to fight me to take the crown.
1: That would have been great. Like as soon as you're about but to hand was, over the crown, you just snatch the person's arm and put her in a rear naked choke and choke her to sleep on stage. Yeah. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that would have been awesome, right? Yeah. It, the idea totally got shot down. But
0: oh well. Now when you're now when you're when you're in bed, do you use chokes at all? Like during during sex or no?
3: No, I don't. I don't tend to choke my partners.
0: Oh, that's very nice of you. Yeah,
3: uh-huh. that might be a little weird.
0: Yeah, so. no, I'm just saying. I've I've had <laughs> girls to do it to me. I've actually tapped out before. Um, <laughs> really? Jane, no, I had a girl. One girl that liked to choke, and I, it's cool for a second. And then I'm like, all right, this is I. I don't want to. This is. It, it was crazy. Then Mazagati came in late. It was. It was a whole. <laughs> It was a very no, this very. This is
3: not real. Is this real? No. Like, this is, yeah. Yeah. Energy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Really. Mazzagotti, Mazzagotti was in my bedroom and, and walked Fucking in. Steve was in my
2: closet again. And then yeah.
0: and, and then Dana. No cu- How came out of the closet? And then Dana cursed him out. It was a whole, it was a whole thing. <laughs> it was. It was a very very strange. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. We
3: should be talking about your sex
0: life instead of mine. Yeah. I, well, because you won't tell me anything. You, you said you've been with less than ten guys, which I do not believe. Maybe maybe you know during high school, but I mean, there's no way. I don't know, but, you're, but you seem like a, a very quality person, so I, I do think that it would be very hard to get a finger in there, and, and um, so I think that uh, you're, you're, you're a very beautiful girl. You, are a very, you have a very lucky boyfriend, and uh, whatever you do, you're going to be su- successful at, so.
3: awesome. Thanks. I appreciate it.
0: No problem. Well, good work, and I'd uh, love to have you back on the show, and when you're in L.A., we'd love to have you come down to the uh, studio.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I'll be out there soon.
0: I'll let you guys know. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. You were great.
3: Yeah.
0: All right. Well, that was Whitney Miller. Uh, I don't know what, the, what just happened, but, but I, I, I think
1: we probably I blew, blew Jake's chances happened. of getting sponsored by On it Lab. <laughs> <Dang> it.
2: <laughs> no. You know, it, it always fascinates me, too, what, what motivates someone to fight. You know what, yeah. what I mean? Everyone has different reasons. I want to be world champion. I want to you know, make money. I want to be famous. Whatever it may be. And it's like, and for, even for females, it's like okay, well, why do you want to be a fighter? You know, and, you know, maybe she just enjoys. I and, and this is just my opinion. Maybe she doesn't really understand the reality of the sport yet. She's just getting into jujitsu. You know what I mean? So who
0: knows? Bro, when she gets
1: blasted in the face, like
0: well,
2: with a punch. But
0: the out. thing is, is that she's obviously likes att- attention. The girl. I mean, you don't become a beauty pageant winner if you don't like attention. Mm-hmm. And uh, and she's found this niche of jujitsu, and you know, which is great. But, you know, because jujitsu, I I would say you're not gonna. You know, come out of it. You can get beat up in jiu-jitsu class. You mm, can get mm-hmm. you can get your arm broken, or you can get. But you're not going to get really. A good teacher is going to know. It's a controlled environment. Mm-hmm. No one's really going to. You know. Yeah,
2: injuries are not real common in jiu I mean
0: And anybody who's like a real black belt or a high level is going to know to toy with somebody. When I rolled with Gokor, you know, he wasn't he wasn't trying to hurt me. You know, he mm-hmm. he, he knew the level I was at and he kind of figured, okay. And same thing with like even wrestling practice, you know. Mm-hmm. You can get slammed on your head in wrestling practice. It's pretty intense. But you I mean, I coach kids. Mm-hmm. When you get into fighting and mixed martial arts, that's not something you want to really play around with. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying she is, but at the same but time, there's
2: a lot of a lot of fighters that do. Like they you know, they're fans of the sport, you know. What they they have a tap out shirt, and now they want to. Oh, this is my hobby. I want to be a fighter. This is not a hobby. You know what I mean? Like, going and train at a high at a, at a gym with some with some great fighters, and I I mean. In the past nine years, I couldn't tell you how many times I've got my ass whooped. So it's – yeah. <laughs> my advice is don't do it.
0: And she's going to have a mark on her head. I mean, she's going to have a – I mean, she's really – because she's already getting – six months – She's 24. T- I've never seen anybody with six months of training all of a sudden be on the cover of the Underground, mm-hmm. uh, Bloody Elbow. I mean, it's a story, but let's not let, – because I, I don't want to see this girl just get – I mean, annihilated. Mm-hmm. I, you know, that's – Maybe, maybe I'm being a parent here. I'm not even a parent, but I'm, maybe I'm being more concerned. I mean, she is smoking hot. I would watch her take a dump. <laughs> but, you know, I'm just saying. So, uh, Fabrizio Verdum. We got Verdum. Then we got to talk about the jail situation. Then we got to pick the fights. So, uh, we're, we're, we're running down the stretch. But you know what? I think you're enjoying the podcast. It's been a pretty good podcast so far. I'm like enjoying it. it. I like it. All right. Let's do that. <laughs> Too bad. Thanks, DJ. Oh man, my producer DJ uh, is a very, very nice guy, and I like him. Mm-hmm. But he's a, one of these guys. He's a, got a. He's an instigator, you know. <laughs> For example, last week he schedules me and Shao at the same time, and then he goes, "Adam, run the other way!" You know. <laughs> so he just has these. <laughs> He's one of these. He's a very bored guy. Yeah, those are the people you have to work out. When people that when people are bored at work, they just do things to make themselves laugh. So, in 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 my defense,
6: yes. I saw you looking. I saw him looking, and I said, "You know what? I'm a big guy, but I don't want to come between anything." Yeah, and I'm like, "You know what? It looked a little awkward. It did. Yeah, it did." And I'm like, "Does Schaub not like you? No. Nah. he doesn't. Nah, ah, there were some jokes said, but then I'm like, get, get Jake. over it. Yeah, and I'm like, Jake's already here." You know what? Jake's over there, Adam. Go over there. We'll be. I'll be right there. And I was more trying to direct. So I had to graphic. run behind Jake.
0: You know, how like, like a, you know, how like a parent. Yeah. Like a little kid sees a parent and something scary, so he runs behind the, guy, the parent's leg. Right. Or like a, my my dog like runs behind my leg. It was basically me running <laughs> behind Jake's leg against Brendan Schaub. That's what happened. No, that's not exactly what happened. <laughs> no. Hey everybody! We got Fabricio Verdoom, one of uh, the best heavyweights in the UFC, uh, ranked number three, fighting Travis Brown coming up. How's it going, brother?
7: Hey, I'm good. I mean, that's my. I just finished my training now. It's uh, jiu-jitsu training. You thank you for the best to have weight in the UFC. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no, you are, you are man. I mean, you're a legend. I mean, you're uh, you've obviously you have a black belt in jiu-jitsu and Muay Thai and judo. Yeah, you're the first fighter to ever beat Fedor, which... Uh, oh,
7: thank you, appreciate it, man. Thank you. Nice.
0: Now, now, how did your life change after the Fedor fight?
7: Yes, yeah, everything has changed in my, in my life, for sure. It's the best fight in my life. Uh, amazing guy, Fedor, but uh, I beat him in six, nine seconds. For sure, it's a, it changed everything in my life. Now I'm a different fighter now today. I'm training the best camp uh, ever uh, with uh, Rafael Cordeiro in King of America. I'm, Alan Berg, you know, mm-hmm. Jake, you know that, because he goes all the time there. Mm-hmm. He's different there. I I'm just started now like a jiu-jitsu trainer with Cobra. He's uh, eight times eight time the world championship. Wow. Yeah, I'm very happy now, man. I just uh, keep training. I'm starting today at 8 in the morning. I'm just finished now my training. Condition training, jiu-jitsu. Roll, everything, man. I'm very happy now. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the uh, April 19th. I'm very excited for the date.
0: Now, um, now you're fighting Travis Brown, who looked really amazing in his last fight uh, against Josh Barnett. Uh, <laughs> now, you obviously watched that fight. What, what, what were your thoughts on that fight?
7: Yes, yeah, now it's different uh, because of the four. I have the opportunity for uh, Kain Velasquez, but he have an injury in the shoulder. Um, I just, uh, I, I, I like the idea of fight, uh, fight versus, uh, Travis Brown. It's for sure. It's so complete different to my strategy because, uh, I'm training a lot, uh, stand up too, now Jiu Jitsu. But, um, because I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, the, they put him in the ground. I like, a uh Barnett. Barnett he go like a beginner guy. He go like a crazy. He tried to take down him the fourth time like a crazy. It's no it's no good idea. Mm-hmm. For sure uh, Travis Brown is very dangerous in yeah, standup. But I'm very confident in my standup now. Yeah, I'm not just I have five rounds. Five rounds for sure have uh, a lot of situations for the going the ground uh, uh clean tie clinch clinch everything is Five rounds uh, is a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very excited. Just uh, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. and fighting with him. And he's up, I'm very confident because I No heavy have a problem. So for sure, going the ground, yeah, I'm finishing him for sure.
0: <laughs> right. So I mean, are you gonna are you gonna wait for him to shoot, or you're are you gonna shoot on, on him or, or like or like you said, just try to get it against the cage and sort of like grind him out that way.
7: Yes, yeah, uh, he has a good technique uh, in the cage. He has good uh, elbows in the cage. Uh, for sure, I don't go the double leg, the same, same thing uh, like uh, uh, Gonzaga did, uh, Gonzaga, uh, after then uh, Barnett. For sure, I don't go the same, same situation. I'm just trying uh, to take down him. Uh, maybe he try to kick me. I catch the kick, he goes on the ground. Uh, Jake Allenberg showed me a lot of things yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) I have a lot of different techniques because Allenberg is my my coach in (laughs) Canada.
0: Nice. Nice. Now, Ellenberger uh, uh, has had some issues with his ex girlfriend. I know that you started fighting because of your ex girlfriend.
7: What? Yes, yes. I started just because my ex girlfriend. Yes, this is a long story. (laughs) <laughs> yes, different story. Yes.
0: Wait, what happened? Your ex girlfriend said you were a wuss, and you're like, you know, I'm not a wuss, and then became a fighter?
7: No, it's so, so difficult for me because my English is so bad. Yeah, it's so difficult. I mean, I'm explaining English for you guys now. It's very, it's very difficult, I say for you the, the history.
0: But that's okay. I mean, look, my English is bad too, and I'm from uh, America, <laughs> so it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's totally fine. I'm sure, I'm sure we will be able to understand whatever you tell us.
7: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm just started when I have 20, uh, 20 years old. I'm starting just jiu-jitsu because I have my girlfriend. In uh, when I have twenty years old. He, he ex girlfriend, my, my girlfriend, the ex-boyfriend, he, he did jiu-jitsu. He, he, he said, Verdun, you want a jiu-jitsu with me? I said, no, 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 I don't like jiu-jitsu, man. Mm. I just like girls. I like a guy, I like a woman. <laughs> he, he say, no, 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 just come in here. Because he want. Uh, I'm fighting in the front, the, uh, the heart. A the heart is there, in the, in the beach there. He say, come in here. I say, no, no, I don't like jiu-jitsu. Man. I don't know that. No, 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 no. He said, I'm coming here, coming here. I go, but he finished me in, in 10 seconds, the triangle. He got the triangle. Next day, next day, this is um, uh, Sunday, uh, Monday, I go from uh, the gym in my city, Porto Alegre. I go there, I start the jiu jitsu. After one year, I got the world championship. Wow. I see him, I see him after one year, I see the same guy. I see him, I say, hey man, how are you? He said, hey, good. Uh you wanted to the 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 uh, little bit roll with me and now he said, no 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 I have an injury my in my knees I have an injury uh, I don't know but he don't want to the, the fight with me after that
0: Wow that's crazy so Tino <laughs> dated your ex That that's yeah, crazy after, after <laughs> one year he know he don't want more <laughs> Wow so Bellator just signed that guy by the way just so you know after hearing that story <laughs> Be- Bellator just signed that guy. Now um now uh you trained over in Spain, and you were a um, you were a brown belt, correct? When you went, when you moved to Spain when you were younger, but you had no one to train with because you were better, but still got promoted to black belt, which is pretty amazing that you were able to kind of get promoted without with training with guys that you were better than.
7: Yes, I'm. i starting in Spain when I got it the blue belt after one year. I want to start. I started... Uh, uh, I got the, uh, after one year, I got the blue belt after world championship. I go from Spain because my mommy lives there. And my mom lives there. I'm, I'm just, uh, living for all uh, 10 years there. I just come back from, uh, Brazil for, uh, fight in world championship. All year I got, I come back from Brazil. But I, all time I'm training in Spain for the, uh, judo guys. The, um, Olympic judo guys, I'm trained there. Uh, just I'm training myself, just myself with the guys. I don't have jiu-jitsu. I, I'm the the teach there. Um, I, I'm the teaching in Spain. I have a lot of students there. The After then, I moved from uh, Croatia. I mean, I go from Croatia. Uh, I I want to help Mirko up. I mean, I, I help Mirko for uh, two years. The After then, I I fight in Pride for seven times in Pride. Yeah, after I come back from, uh, I'm living here now. I'm five years.
0: What was here. that like training with, uh, Crow Cop?
7: Yeah, it's good, man. Uh, I'm just go there because, uh, I mean, I helped him in the ground. Uh, he never showed me nothing <laughs> in turn He just, uh, I just, he <laughs> paid me for a month. I'm just, uh, helped him in the ground. Just jiu-jitsu training. That's it. But uh, he help, he ne- never helped me in turn But he's a very good guy, nice guy. But uh, he had never shown me nothing for that. That's kind of selfish. He, uh,
0: Isn't that kind of selfish of him? To just take what, take what you have and then not give anything back? He paid him for it.
7: Watch say, say again, please.
0: Wasn't that kind of selfish of him to not show you anything? I I understand the question. Oh, well, wasn't that kind of selfish of Krokop, to just take what you did?
7: Ah yes, I I don't know, what, but because he paid me, uh, he paid me just for teaching him. Oh, yeah, I teach uh, for him uh, two years. I'm living in Croatia for two years, man. Geez, it's a great wow. city, it's a nice city, everything is good. I learned a lot because I, I learned just because uh, Mirko Krokop had a good discipline. He he got he started training six in the morning. Uh, he finished uh, like uh, about uh, 10 in the morning. the afternoon, have a training. But it's a very nice discipline. I learned just the discipline with him.
0: Now, uh, now Jay told us about there's a story about you and Brendan Schaub that were in a car. That you almost got into a, a fight with Brendan Schaub in a car?
7: No, no, no. Uh, I, I just see Brendan Schaub a lot of times in, in, because he living in in Venice. Yeah, I'm mean, living in Marina, the Rey. I see him a lot of times in Gold's gym, because I'm training sometimes in, uh, in Gold's gym. But now I see all the time him in, in Burbank because I work the commentary in the TV in Spanish, in Portuguese. He he works the UFC now. He works there at the same place. I see there uh, all the time. I see Brandon Shalb there.
0: But do you do you like Brandon Schauber?
7: Yes, very good guy. Uh, I don't have a lot of, uh, I don't have a lot of, I don't talk with him too much, but normal. Uh, Hey, hi, how are you, man? But no, don't have a lot of, like a friend. I like Jake. Jake is my good friend. I talk with him all the time. I have Babalu, uh, uh, Vanderlei, Liot. This guy is my good friend, but I know him, that's it, but no, like my good friend.
0: Right. So, uh, what do you think would happen if you and Chauve fought? You, you want him to beat Chauve off so bad?
1: <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just, I'm just hoping he hated Chauve. I hate yeah. him.
0: Good. I'm just asking, <laughs> what would happen? Is this a just a simple question? Now, <laughs> now, yes. now after now now the word was the word on the street was after you beat Big Nog, uh, Anderson Silva wouldn't shake your hand. Is that is there truth to that?
7: Yes, it's true. After my fight versus uh, Minotauro in Brazil, I'm finishing uh, the fight. Everything's good. I, I say, thank you, Minotauro, Give me a big hug him, uh, in the coach. Everything's good. When I go from uh, uh, Anderson Silva, I think he's my friend before. I just say, I say for him, eh, Anderson, give me give a hug. He say, no, 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 hug not. No, 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 no hug. It's okay, no. One day he don't hug me, he's not my friend. I just say, give mm-hmm. me hu- one hug, that's it. But he say, no, 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 I don't hug you, no, no, nothing. It's okay. After then, I never talk with him, never more, no more. But, uh, I think he uh, before is my friend, but he's not a real
0: friend. Mm. Yeah. Well, why do you think he wouldn't hug you?
7: I don't know, because I, I, I'm, I'm a bit uh, Minotaur. He's in the corner of the Minotauro. He helped Minotaur. He's a good friend, Minotaro. But uh, Minotaro is my good friend too. Like uh, I'm fighting with him. Uh, with him after then I I hug him. Minotauro, he after then uh, I I don't know why uh, he know hug me. I don't know why. I don't know.
0: Mm. It's like uh, no, I don't know. You should if you ever fought askrin he w- he would hug you the entire time. <laughs> just uh, <laughs> just so you know, Ben Askren. Now, uh, now one of the guys uh, you fought was Roy Nelson, and I've never seen. A guy take more of a beating than Roy Nelson. Oh my gosh! Do you do you think he has the eight strongest chins in MMA? <laughs>
7: yes, man. He <yeah>. has <laughs> like uh, I remember Roy Nelson because before you remember Tanky Abbott. You remember same uh, body? You know uh, Tank Abbott? Yes.
0: Tank Abbott, yeah,
7: yeah, tanky Abbott. The same uh, idea because uh, Roy Nelson is. is it's crazy, man. You punch him, kicking him, he comes all the time from front. I, I don't know. He steps all the time from front. Uh, he's crazy, man. I like because uh, I, I win uh, the best fight in the night. It's good money this time. Very nice money. He, I like this fight because I, I show uh, my stand-up this time for everybody. Everybody see after, after this fight, this guy say, Verdun is complete fight today. It's very complete fight because before the guy say, uh, the guy say uh, Verdun is just to shoot you guys, but after the Roy Nelson fight, the guys like my son I like
2: you for sure. Mm-hmm. He took a knee,
1: dude. I was gonna say that, that um, yeah, go ahead.
2: Oh, no, I was just saying, Verdun threw a knee, dropped a knee. Nelson. On him. On just his chin, job, right? and I could not believe Roy Nelson didn't fall down.
1: It yeah, I fell down. Stood him up, right? That's the one that stood him up when he was down low, and he like put mm-hmm. that knee like, bow, and he stood
0: him up. And I was like, couldn't get out of this. I thought, I thought Roy's head him.
2: was going to be in the front row.
0: Now, uh, now uh, Verdum, do you want to? Now, I remember um, when you fought Dos Santos, you were the favorite against Dos Santos. Uh, I think, did you think you may, be, may have underestimated him, and do you want to fight him again?
7: Yeah, my my goal now is for sure is the belt I, I want the belt I just uh, uh April 19 I show for one more time I'm waiting for this fight for the I'm I want the kind lucky for sure my my next step is uh traveling Brown uh after I have the belt maybe I want the fight for sure uh, the rematch with Dos Santos because this time this time I, I have a lot of problem in my my life uh, um, it's no good moment in my life. I don't train too much. Uh, this time, for sure, he got it. Uh, nobody, in, uh, no, nobody know him this time because, because uh, he fight the fourth time in UFC. I never watched the, the videos, nothing. He he, he got it, the knockdown for sure. But I want, for sure, after I got the belt, yes, I, I want to fight with him for sure. Uh, the rematch.
0: What about over him?
7: Over in over in, I fight. Uh, fought with fought two times in Pride in 2006. I got the Kimura. Yeah, after then, uh, in strike Strikeforce, uh, I lost, but for decision.
0: Yeah, I remember that. Because fight.
7: Uh, this time I have, uh, yeah, this time I'm, uh, I'm playing too much, man. I'm playing a lot of uh, maybe seven months for this fight, because uh, strike force canceled two times the fight. Cast one time, cancel second time. and e, e After then I'm, I'm fight, but I have a uh, overtrain. This time I have uh, overtrain. I know my body no respond nothing. I'm very tired. I'm very like, uh, uh, I don't have a power for nothing. Yes, but maybe, maybe after I have the belt. Maybe I, I want to fight with him for sure. But my next goal now is to fight the Travis, Travis, Brown. Brow. E after mm-hmm. then I'm waiting for the the Caim kind Velasquez of come back, I mean I'm waiting for him for sure. He, after I, I got the, the the UFC belt, I'm just commentary in T V now. Right. <laughs> <I> mean,
0: <laughs> so how do you I'm see how do you see the
7: TV in the belt.
0: <laughs> So how do you see the Cain Velasquez as fight uh, let's say you let's say you beat um all right let's let's suppose uh, you beat Brown and you go up against Kane. How do you see that fight going?
7: Yeah I man uh Caim for sure is the best guy in the world he have good uh, uh, cardio he's good for um, good pressure but for me uh, for me my game is good because maybe he takes down me he's okay I'm good in the guard I, I, I see all the time he wants see it ha- the guys don't have confidence in the guard mm-hmm. but it's okay Velas uh, 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 maybe he take down me I just uh, I keep going I am trying to sweep again He half guard. I'm trying to, uh, to finish him. He, I, I I have a big surprise when I fight with, with him, for sure. I want to. I want to fight with him. I, I like him. He's a good guy. Uh, but he has one thing, uh, the belt. Is there anyone that you don't like?
0: What? Say? Is there anyone that you don't like in the heavyweight division? Can I get please? Is there anyone that you don't like? No,
7: no. I like him. I like him. No, I'm he saying, is, is there anyone, guy.
0: is there anybody out there that you don't like? That you don't, that Verdum doesn't like? Me?
7: Yeah. No, no, no. I like, he's a good guy.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Now, as far as um, uh, Jake wanted to know, uh, where the best Brazilian women live in uh, in uh, Brazil. He wants to know where the hottest chicks in Brazil are located. He actually handed me a note and told me to ask you. So, I, and I, I, know, I know Jake's learning Portuguese. Uh, I... Um, <laughs>
2: I'm curious. Fabricio's been everywhere. I just wanted to know.
0: So, so. yeah, where are the hottest Brazilians located? Hello? Hello. Okay, yeah, so uh, where are the best-looking women in Brazil? Uh, The best what? The the hottest, prettiest women? The prettiest women?
7: The sexiest? Yeah, the South of Brazil is good. In uh, Florianópolis, uh, Rio de Janeiro is good, too.
0: Yes. Are you are you married and have kids or?
7: No, yes, yeah, yes. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I've been married. <laughs> I have one kid. I've been married. My 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 wife is pregnant again.
0: <laughs> oh, congratulations! Maybe, oh,
7: my, maybe maybe my baby coming today or tomorrow. I don't know.
0: <laughs> oh wow! Nice congratulations! Yeah,
7: my my wife is pregnant again. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. This so, week is for sure. Uh, maybe I don't know today or tomorrow or. or Oh, Friday. I don't know when, but this uh, week for sure. What? Are, yeah. What are? Your, what are, is one it? A boy more, or girl? Girl. I have. It, I have it one girl. It's Julia. Yeah. My 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 daughter. We have one more coming. One more. It's a Joanna. The name is Joanna.
0: Juana. Joanna. 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 Yeah. Joanna. So you yeah. got a baby coming out? Maybe today. Maybe tomorrow. Named Joanna. <laughs> nice. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That's, that's 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 great news. Now, uh is your wife's belly as big as Roy Nelson's? What thing? Uh who had a bigger belly? Your wife right now or Roy Nelson? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
7: no, no. Boy. No, no, my my uh, maybe Roy Nelson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice, nice uh, Well, we gotta wrap it up, man You're you are you're a legend uh, you, You're, I think, UFC Hall of Famer Absolutely uh, And uh, good luck on your quest to getting the belt
7: Nice, thank you, appreciate it
0: uh, Jake, thank you for the opportunity uh, for Thank
7: sure. you, guys uh, Sorry about my English, my English Oh, uh, uh, nah. Maybe uh, you you' call me next time in, in Spanish I okay <laughs> uh, Spanish <laughs> In Portuguese
0: or maybe in Japanese? No, no, it's okay. Uh no, you're fine. You're you're fine great. English, muito bang. You're perfect. You're perfect, man. I'm a try, I'm a try. Nah. Yes.
2: You're good, brother. Thanks Appreciate for coming that. on, man. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Bye bye guys. Bye
0: bye. Well, that was Fabrizio Verdoom. What well, do you get me in trouble with Brendan Shab? now? You, you, he, you just, no, you know he's
2: <laughs> he's I don't know. I know there's beef. That's all I, you know what I mean? He's I think he's you know he's the political the political role. The uh, political friends, role. Could, you work together. Sure, I know, well, but I, now you want to hear him say, "I'm gonna, I'll smash Brendan's face." That's what you want to
0: no, hear. No, man. no, I want to hear that. You, you you told the story about they were gonna fight in the van, <laughs> yeah. and, and then and then I, I bring it up, and then no one knows what I'm talking. And I'm the ass. No, no, I didn't mean to. You know,
2: I know what you're saying, but it, of course, you know Fabrizio's like, nah, well, yesterday he's like, oh, man, I, I don't speak very good English." Yeah, come nah. on, bro, you you speak perfect, but. Anyway, so...
0: Was that really Verdum, or was that Shao, do you think? No. <laughs> but, uh, so, no, no, he seems like a real nice guy. Yeah, uh, and, and
2: you know, I like, I like both of them. You know, Brendan's a good friend of mine. Fabricio's a great friend of mine, and, and it's, you know, we train together, so it's like... Yeah. You know, just, just poking at fun. I thought
0: right. he was going to go off on him. I was expecting all this, and then now it looks like I'm yeah. baiting uh, people into... Well, I apologize for putting you in there, <laughs> in this situation. No worries, man. I, I'm, I'm not used to it. Uh, so, yeah, so that was Fabrizio Overdoom. All right, so um, one thing I wanted to uh, talk about was yesterday the news broke on the ultimate fighter in Brazil, Chael versus Vanderlei. They got into a huge brawl, supposedly a huge brawl, because um, Chael was mouthing off or says something to Vanderlei. No. Vanderlei took what? a swing at him chael ducked under shot a double and was on top of him supposedly pounding him and then uh andre dita then came over and just Gita. sucker punched him <laughs> while he was on top and uh all hell broke loose. that's that's the report coming mm-hmm. from uh mm-hmm. from the from uh, the internet um now you train with andre dita i have
2: I, i've trained with him for for uh he's one of Rafael cordero's uh students in muay thai in actually he's he's an amazing fighter he actually fought Eddie Alvarez in uh, in in Dream he had some some epic fights in in Japan but um it's funny, he's close with Vanderlei and Shogun, and, and uh, that's, that's just funny to hear him, that because he, he really doesn't like Chael.
0: You know, now, can you see that happening? That, that, that whole... Oh, absolutely. Some people, are, some people are saying that's just to sell the Fight Pass, that this didn't really happen, and that this is all just... Be, I guess the Fight Pass is going to be on the Fight Pass, Ultimate Fighter Brazil, and that this is all big hype, and yeah. somehow Kimbo got involved. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it, it sounds pretty... First of all, who do you think wins, Chael or Vanderlay?
2: Chael. I, I I have to go with Chael. I mean, you know, and people say he's always a, he's just a wrestler, this and that, whatever he say. But he he's one of the best. Yeah, you know, he's one of the best in the sport at, at at what he does. You know what I mean? It's like people saying oh Ronda's only got an armbar. Well, yeah, she's the best in the world at the you know the armbar. So it's I would see Chael winning this fight. You know, it's you know, and and I wouldn't Vanderlay. He's you know he's, he's he's a little bit older, but I can see Chael had instigating something down there and and the thing about your know, and gita and, and the brazilians they they don't play around like they, you know i mean they don't play when it, it's not it's not joking you know chael does stuff sometimes for for fun and, and enjoys it but you know those guys are serious
0: well chael i guess said that vanderley is like a, that that old grandpa who you never know what mood he's going to be in mm-hmm. and he's completely bipolar and you know i know that um you so know there was
2: steam coming from his ears
0: <laughs> yeah and the, you know and the, right and the thing about chael though is that um like I could see, I think he's going to beat Vanderlei, too, uh, because I just think his wrestling. I think he's going to mm-hmm. take him down and kind of grind him out. I don't think he's going to knock out Vanderlei. No, I don't think he's going to submit Vanderlay, uh, which makes it a dangerous fight though, because exactly. in a five round fight, he could get caught at any time. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: but that's really the equation too. You know, you got twenty five minutes. Okay, you know, you you got a guy like Chael who can take him down probably anytime he wants, but. Can you do it consecutively for you know for five minutes for five rounds? That's the question.
0: And uh, yeah, and that's you know I hope I, I, I want Chael to when I'm friends with Chael. I met van van' nice guy too. Mm. I don't want to see Chael knocked out in the middle of uh, the <laughs> octagon in like Brazil with Vandalet standing over. I would I would somehow I would just feel really bad if that happened. Uh, I don't know people why. Are
2: peeing on him at their yeah. Him people out. are just sort drop of drop a deuce on this. This
0: would just be a really sad scene. Is this Chael just, Chale just mm-hmm. sprawled out with the? I just don't want to see that. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, not that uh I mean Chale's the kind of guy that you know he could rebound from it. he's not the kind of he seems like the kind of guy who like after Rashad Evans just dismantled him, he went on Twitter that night and said, the judges gave me all rounds i mean he's a funny he's a funny guy, and if yeah. anybody could recover from a loss, it's Chale.
2: Mm-hmm. you know I like the Jones fight when he was like, "Oh, it came down to the wire went all fibers." <laughs> He's funny. It's great.
0: Yeah, he's very funny. He's, a very, he's very comical, and he, he's very talented. I think someone told me his goal is to be on Fox, Fox News. Like mm-hmm. He wants to have like an O'Reilly report or like a Hannity. That's what I heard. And I could see him doing that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I I just I don't think Chael's going to fight the kind of fight that Brian Stan fought where he's going to stand mm-hmm. with Vanderlei and just trade punches. And it's not smart either.
2: It really, you know, you, you, you always, anytime you stand in front of somebody and you're swinging, you have the chance of getting knocked out. And Chael, you know, he, it's like, why, why not take the fight where you know you can succeed?
0: And has Chael ever knocked anybody out? Mm. Uh, mm. If you look at his record, I don't think he's ever knocked anybody out. I and mean, he's submitted people, he's beaten people, he's grinded mm-hmm. them out. I think he might have won by a stoppage, but has he ever won by, so, I, you know, Vandalay probably has, oh, Vandalay has more power than Chael Sonnen. But can Vandalay stop his takedown? Mm. I don't think so. You know? Can you
2: just imagine the the main event when they're when they're just like face to face in the middle of the octagon? Oh, Vandaly's steaming out the ears, Brazil's chanting, "You're gonna die!" In oh, Portuguese. it's gonna be
0: crazy. I jail has more balls than anybody.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I I don't understand. I mean, the he fact that he, the fact that he even took this fight in Brazil <laughs> is insane.
2: How does he? How, how do you sleep comfortably? He's there for six weeks. Ambient. You know, Ambien has the to the be the only way. To and you know, a lot of people want to see, want you dead. I don't know how you sleep very comfortably. Sure.
1: Yeah, so if he gets knocked out, they're gonna to try to bury his body as quick as possible. No, no, he's dead. We bury his body. Don't worry, we we take care. That's a horrible. That was really an accent, but <laughs> that was amazing. They drag his that, that was pretty good actually. That, that was like, was pretty it was like better. Count Chocula. So. <laughs> it's because I'm black. It had to be Chocula. <laughs> yes, That's exactly why I
0: made that reference. All right, Booberry.
2: Oh. I'm just <laughs> So this show, this shows always get better. It's awesome.
0: Somebody was funny because they, you know, on the uh, on the underground, they wrote, you know, the Chael thing, and then and That's then shocking. and then and then somebody wrote that uh, that this guy, uh, what's his name, Dita, gita yeah, no, the, the guy that, the, the, yeah. yeah,
2: Andre Dita.
0: yeah, that Dita uh, should fight Edmund in the, uh, the oh, Ultimate well. Fighter <laughs> Washouts. So somebody, somebody, somebody put that. That's that was, great. That was really funny. Although I'm sure Lazy would come on and say that. Edmund will win. So uh, we have to get Lazy back on the show. I like having Lazy. He's a cool guy. Very cool guy. So uh, the fights this week. Um, now, it's it's a big UFC 169, big card. It's uh, Faber versus Barao is the headliner, which is kind of strange because I w- you would think the main event would be Aldo versus Lamas because... Aldo is also the champion, and he's yeah. arguably—I mean, he's a bigger champion than Barao. Mm-hmm. I guess when you include Faber's star power, then you have that. But I would sure. think it would be Aldo. So let's take uh, the first fight. Uh, Faber, who fought he, uh, f- f- uh, four times in the past year, mm-hmm. uh, he's fighting Barao, who he's hasn't four, lost. Four fight win streak. Four fight win streak. Okay. He's fighting this fight on short-term notice against Barao, who hasn't lost in eight years. Mm. Uh who do you think wins and why? You go first Jake Ellenberger. You know
2: I, I'm a I'm a big fan of Henan Bora uh, and and I've gotten to go to you know in Rio and, and watch him train at novignon and and just to see the way um Andre Pedinair's their their head coach the way he works and stuff and it's it's it was it was awesome it was a great experience um to see how they train and and these guys man they are how do these guys train? They they train they're they're crazy they're they're there's like in in, when i was there there, there there's so many fighters around the mat and like if you have a fight you're in the middle and if it's sparring day you know they'll have a a new guy come in every minute for for five minutes then you get like a 30 second break and then you'll do that for like six rounds so you get a fresh guy every minute and it's like i mean these guys are prepared for did you go up against barral and aldo no um jose aldo was actually i think he was hurt when i was there um it's that talus was there burrow was there um so it's cool to kind of see the see how they train though and
0: they train together burrow and Aldo.
2: yeah 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 and um you know i i just i don't i don't see burrow losing i really i don't i mean i i am a um a uriah faber fan he's uh and he really impressed me in his last fight against mcdonald i just don't see how he's gonna beat burrow
1: i agree same thing i'm a big fan of uh i'm both of them um and uh, I've met Uriah Fabry. He's a really cool guy, but I don't
2: think he has anything for
1: Hennon uh, for Barrow.
2: You know, and the, other, the other aspect is... Hennon a beast. He is. Know, he really beast. is. And when you fight somebody again for the second time, you know, it's like, okay, we, we both kind of... You, you kind of know a little bit of what they're going to do, so...
0: It's not because he has a better butch than you. <laughs>
2: so, and, and,
0: and <laughs> <laughs> no, I. I that's. I, I
2: would. I would still think I do, but. <laughs> nice. No, but yeah, you know, fighting this the second time, and he he already has an idea what he's gonna do. So.
0: That girl Whitney had a butt chin too, by the way, but but it, on the hot chick, it's not a butt chin; it's just a a, a, a clef. You right. know, it's a, on, a, on a guy, it's a butt chin. Sorry, oh, yeah. Try to try to, uh,
1: <laughs> to line up the line in the middle of your scrotum. Anyway,
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> too much. When your eye was born, the doctor slapped him on the chin. That's how. But so. Anyway, I actually wrote a joke about there's a sex move called the uh, Dominic Cruz when you're banging a chick for like, uh, you know, and then you pull out and Faber steps in. So um, <laughs> which I think it's a great joke. So I am picking Faber on this one. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know why. I don't have a real good logic. I just have a feeling that Faber is going to win. Because because
1: Dwayne Bang and Ludwig is on board now?
0: Maybe because they came on the podcast. Uh, but sure. also mm. because Burrell was losing the fight to Eddie Wineland, he lost the first round. Mm-hmm. He caught him with a crazy wheel kick. I mean, he might have won the rest of the fight. You know, this, who knows what would have happened. Mm-hmm. But I just think that Faber, yeah, I think that uh, like you just said, Dwayne Ludwig. I don't know what he's doing there, but uh, he's taught these guys how to turn over punches really well. And yeah. I just feel like, and I, I just feel like Faber's on a. This is the best he's ever looked, mm-hmm. and I have a feeling he'll pull the upset. I, he, he destroyed no, he, he could. Michael McDonald. Happened, I would love for that to happen too. I didn't see that McDonald fight going the way it did and he, I mean he obliterated he, that guy. he looked impressive. And that guy's from Modesto, which is one of the worst places in the world. But <laughs> so I've been there. I did Fat Cats. So I'm not even gonna talk about that. You've experience. been there. Been no, 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 share. Uh, Fat cats. Yeah. It was this, this comedy club in the middle of like, I mean, just that, that whole that whole like Modesto, Stockton. <sighs> that whole area yeah. is like the most depressing. But this this, this town it's like Modesto, Detroit of the West. I was in, but yeah, I was in Modesto, and literally this town had was this little town had Lacey Peterson, uh, who was found right uh, in, lake. In, 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 a, in a lake. It had uh, Gary Condit. Who was at the time Chandra accused deleted. of. The, and I was like, what in this little town? And I go, what's in the water? And I said, Lacey Peterson. And then it, <laughs> um, so anyway, too so. Too soon? Yeah, too soon. People, people, people were booing and then laughing at that. That's funny. Uh, So Aldo versus. Uh, <laughs> what's in the water? Is it, is it Lamas or Yamas? I never know. Lamas. Lamas mm-hmm. with an L. It's Lorenzo's son. Lorenzo Lamas is fighting uh, <laughs> Jose Aldo. That's a Lamas uh, has, has uh, he has uh, over hundred wins in, in wrestling in high school, but they're all really? over Dan Hardy. Uh, yeah, no, so yeah, no, so he's fighting Jose Aldo, uh, but Lamas is, uh, hasn't lost in, in a couple in a, a long time. He actually, uh, really? yeah, he um, he hasn't lost in about three or four years. Uh, he his last fight. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go right now. Ricardo Lamas, his last fight that he lost is blah 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 blah. blah was against Yuri Alcantra back in two thousand ten mm-hmm. in the WEC. He hasn't lost in four years. He's beaten Matt Matt Grisey. Is it Grice? Grice. Mike. Matt Grice, mm-hmm. who actually just got out of a a coma and he's back on the force. So he got into mm-hmm. a crazy car accident, Matt Grice. What? And yeah, this yeah. is a couple of months ago. And he was in like I think they removed a part of his brain. He was it was in a coma crazy. For a while. But now he's okay. Now he's back on the police force. Mm-hmm. Um glad to hear you Danny Rubenstein's minor. boy. Yeah. yeah. Danny Rubenstein. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Lamas beat Grice he beat Cobb Swanson, he beat uh Yoki. he beat Eric Koch. Uh Koch. Or Eric Coke. Coach? Those Koch. I thought it was Koch. Coke. Eric Koch. So uh, he's on a four fight win streak. Uh, how Jim do you Rex see this fight about Coke, What's that? How do you see this about going? <laughs> uh, you know, this
2: is this is gonna be a good fight. I, I think it's it's ugh, MMA is the hardest sport to predict, you know, and I, uh, it would be hard to, to not say Jose Aldo's gonna you know kick his leg off or or destroy him but um you know the the challengers and I've been in that position I've been the underdog before it's like you have so much more to gain and 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 you're fighting with so much more so it's it's like these guys who are getting this, these these world world title shots I mean you never know they they have a lot of heart but you know I I'm going to have to go with Aldo I mean just cuz again he he's he's, he's hard guy to beat
0: Jose Aldo yeah yeah I mean yeah, Aldo's another, I mean... He's, he's a beast. Pound for pound, <laughs> one of the yeah, best.
2: The Brazilian freak.
0: He is a Brazilian freak. He is. It, it does not, I mean, he, although, how do you think he looked against the, uh, the uh, Korean zombie? Say it again? How do you think Aldo looked against uh, the, the zombie? I thought he, the zombie did pretty he, he, well. It was he, pretty he, closer he, than I expected. The,
1: the, yeah, I was going to say, the zombie did a lot better than I thought he was going to do. Hung in there a lot longer. If he didn't dislocate his shoulder, I mean, of course, everybody says, you know, it had that gone. You know, f- zombie fans...
0: Are on Zombie's side and Aldo's fans are on his side. Um, Aldo's but... got
2: South America on his side.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, but uh, you know, the Frankie Edgar fight was very close. The Edgar versus Aldo. That mm-hmm. fight, I thought Aldo won, but Edgar was right there. Yeah. Um, he, he destroyed Chad Mendez. He beat uh, Kenny Florian in a, a decision. And he also, and he, the Mark Hominick, Hominick won that last round. I mean, who could forget that? But, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think this fight's going to be Aldo by decision. Yeah.
2: You know, I, I think this, this kind of reminds me of the, the fight with uh, Chaelin that you talked about. Because could Lamas take him down? I, I bet he could. But can he, can he consistently take him down for five rounds and not get knocked out? That's a question. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, now, if Aldo wins, does he go up to fight Pettis? Oh, that would be a great super fight. That would mm-hmm. be a great fight. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine... Uh, who wins that fight? I, I, would, I don't know. I don't even know. <laughs> I, say, I, I would say Pettis wins that fight. But right. supposedly Aldo has a tough time making weight, according to Dana White last night on Fox Sports. And, and it's a very good possibility. That Aldo has a tough time making yeah. weight. Hmm. And um, I don't know. I think, I think Pettis needs, needs a new tuxedo, though, because that, that <laughs> yeah. suit he wore last week was uh, <laughs> was, 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 was rough. Uh, a very exciting fight is on this card is going to be Frank Mir versus Overeem. Because uh, those guys are always in. That's it's one of those. You know, those guys. It's like they have such history. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, Frank Mir said he's not going to retire no matter what happens after this fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Overeem is on a, uh, coming off a two-fight losing streak.
2: Travis Brown, right? Tra-
0: Travis Brown and uh, Bigfoot, mm. both fights he was winning. Yeah. So, T Rex, you go first. <sighs> Uh, All right, thanks. All right, yeah. so uh, what was that? I'm just... Uh, um, was that a horse because he's horse meat? Is that yeah, what you
1: yeah he's horse meat? No, I think that I, I, I'm going to give it to Frank Mir. I'm going to give it to Frank Mir, I think.
0: Frank Mir? How? By submission? Mm,
1: yeah, I would say submission. Uh, only because, uh... Because
0: he beat John Jones in that bar fight? <laughs>
1: No man, I don't know. I'm not. I haven't really been impressed with Overeem since he's come over to the UFC. Mm-hmm. I'm not impressed by him, really. And, and if he, you know, when he comes up against like real animals,
0: were you like, impressed by his testosterone levels?
1: <laughs> yeah, when he was when he was on that when he was on the Jews, he was a freaking freaking nature. Yeah. And now he's um now he's over here, and, and he
0: left the Black Zillions recently. He went to uh Singapore Thailand or, or Singapore. Thailand or Singapore to train. Mm. But the Black Zillions, everyone that came on our show was saying that he was not a, t- a team player and yeah. he was a terrible right.
1: teammate and yeah, this like and that. Uh, but, but I got Frank Muir beaten, uh, winning by submission.
0: Even though, even though last time Muir came out, he got destroyed by Josh Barnett and lost to Daniel Cormier. Both these guys are owned are, are combined zero four in the last four fights. So, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like the loser is going to get cut in this fight.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I and, don't think uh, Frank Muir is going anywhere. Yeah, I don't think they're going to cut him either. You know, it's it's a, it's a good it's hard for me. You know, when you when you, when you Mix the whole, the, the friends, like you can't, you know, I, I like Frank a lot. It's yeah. hard to bet against guys that you, you actually are friends with, but Overeem's dangerous. You know, I think if, uh, if Overeem doesn't win the first round, he's not going to win this fight. So I, I'm pulling for Frank.
0: Frank is 0-2 since joining Jackson's MMA. Um, yeah, so you're pulling, I'm, I, I like Frank Mirror I hung out with Frank. Frank's a crazy dude. I hung out mm-hmm. with Frank in Vegas and we shot a, a scene for the MMA awards and the guy is walking around the, uh where were we in the House of Blues? He's got a gun in his back pocket that you could see, and a knife around his neck. And, and I don't know if you've ever seen Frank Mir, huge, huge guy. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what? Like, if you need protection, I'm totally screwed because if this guy's walking I'm around dead, with a gun, yeah. I like, it was. I've never seen like it, but very approachable, very nice guy. You know. Um, a hot wife. Uh, Frank Muir, had a. He has a super hot wife, and uh, Does he? it seems like a, it seems like a really cool guy. Very, very like one of those guys doesn't necessarily talk to you until you talk to him. Mm-hmm. But once you get him going, he just you know.
2: Yeah, definitely um, got a lot of great stories too.
0: Oh yeah, I, stories for days. Yeah, uh, I think. Well, he you know he was the UFC champion and a bouncer at the Spearmint Rhino at the same time. Really? Yeah. <laughs> like, back in the day, he won, he needed, I guess they, they paid really good money at the Spearmint Rhino. He wasn't making that much money in the UFC. And I remember my friend went to the, the Rhino to a strip club and was mm. like, oh, wait, that's the guy, that's the UFC champion sure. who just checked my ID. <laughs> yeah, he used to be a, a bouncer at a strip club. And then I think... I think Mayhem has a story about getting thrown out of that that club. A bunch of guys I know. So I I know two guys that were like, not Mayhem, but was like, yeah, man, Frank Mir choked me out one night at the Rhino (laughs) because I was I was drunk and being disorderly. So people, yeah. So maybe that's why he has a knife and a a gun. Maybe Hmm. because of all the people in Vegas he threw out of the Rhino. So uh, (laughs) you know, I mean, Frank Mir though, you know, has had like, I don't think he's ever been except for the Noguera fight, and I guess well, Roy Nelson he looked great, but. That beating he took from Brock at UFC 100 mm-hmm. was one of the craziest beatings I've ever seen in the octagon. I mean, I've ne- I mean, you look at uh, Frank Mir before that fight was like, I know I've forgotten things that he hasn't even known about in jiu-jitsu, and I'm at such a high level and this and that, saying all this stuff, and I was like, oh wow, you know. Brock Lesnar put him in a schoolyard like headlock, mm-hmm. basically, and just started pounding him. At, like, I mean, my 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 girlfriend at the time was was like, she was like, well, "This is MMA." <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I think she's like, I, "This these are the fights that I used to see on a, 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 a playground." I mean, Brock Lesnar was never, and he, and Mir says that Lesnar was never the same after that after he got the diverticulitis and he never had that thing in his eye that like that same you know that same spark mm-hmm. that, that was the thing when brock came back he almost was like you ever watch major league the movie mm-hmm. when, when like when like joe boo in major league two was like oh praise jesus and it was so nice and and, and that's kind of how brock it was like hands. he's like it was like a family man when he, when, he, when he almost died he came back and sort of lost that whatever he had that that mean Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. and you have, well, he probably had that
1: whole God complex type thing where he felt like he was indestructible and a beast. And then when he almost died, he was like, "All right,
0: let me uh, dial it back." Very humbling. Something For happened. Sure. Something happened to him, and uh, it didn't help his fighting. Uh, but <laughs> that, I mean, I, I mean, I'll, I'll watch Brock Lesnar all day. But that, but he was never the same beast after that. But mm-hmm. that UFC 100 when he did to Frank Mir, and Frank Mir though then came back five months later or whatever it was. A whole different body. I mean, you look at Frank Mir's body during that Lesnar fight, and then when he came out, when he came back, the, the he's like, "Yeah, I just discovered weight training." I'm like, "Yeah, but yeah. your body doesn't grow like that when you're 36 or 37." I mean, he decided the it's same weight training, CrossFitting, bro. That yeah, CrossFitting, mm. yeah, the same CrossFit that. uh, uh Vitor, Ma- Ma- you know Marquez foul against Pacquiao the, the, the fifth time they fought, mm. or the Vitor mm. Belfort, or Overeem. I mean, he was a he's a different guy, but I don't know if that's really helped him though, because it seems like, you know, he's he's been he's been very hot and cold. Mm-hmm. Frank Mir, uh, I do want Frank Mir to win. I'm a, I'm a Frank Mir fa- fan. You know, I think uh, who am I picking?
1: That's <sighs> oh, no, tough, p- right?
0: I'm, p- I'm picking Overeem for this fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, I'm picking Overeem. Uh, mm-hmm. I who's who I want to win. Who I think is going to win. Mm-hmm. I want Mir. I think Gold Ring's going to win. Uh, you know, I'm not saying Josh Barnett hits like a brick. You know, obviously those those knees, you know, crumpled him. But you can't take too many shots like that. And and Mir <laughs> took a lot of, you know, he's he's taken a lot of punches over his career. Uh, <laughs> John Lineker versus uh, this guy's name, Ali Bagatinov. Uh, Ali Bagatinov's nickname is Puncher. Puncher. That's... You know, not very creative, but I guess but that, very get, that gets the point. Uh, John Lineker, Hands of Stone. If I had Hands of Stone, I'd have one bloody penis. Now, um, John Lineker. Uh, Lineker has missed weight, I think his last two times in a row. Uh, really? And, in fact, Demetrius Johnson said he, sh- he shouldn't even be in the UFC at, the, at this point because he keeps missing weight. Uh, Lineker is coming off uh, victories, though. He's coming off victories over Phil Harris, uh, Jose Maria, uh, Azamat Gashimov, and Yushiro Urushinati. I, I just butchered that. I am sorry. urushinati is that what it is? Arushatani. Okay, but 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 he but he lost to Luis who the who uh, Uncle Creepy calls the Green Haired Guy, uh, in 2012. Mm. So who do you think wins this fight? Um, I'm gonna go with Ali. Why?
2: You know I don't have great reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm shoot you real straight here. I don't have a great reason. And you? T-Rex?
1: Dude, I'm, I'm not even ashamed to tell you that I really don't know anything about either of these guys.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, one guy's from Russia. Uh, he, uh, Ali has been a pro in 2009. Five wins by knockout. Six first-round finishes. He's on a 10-fight winning streak. I'm going with Ali. He's, he's, 1-0, in, he's 1-0 in boxing.
2: 10-fight <laughs> win streaks, Yeah.
0: He lost his father and supported himself when he was two years old. Oh uh, no, for two years uh, oh. like, wow, <laughs> Since wow. he was two years yeah. old working when he was two They start very hard And they're mm. very early And finally, okay I'm going, also going for uh, For that Bagatinov Now, Jamie <laughs> Jamie Varner Versus Abel Trujillo This is going to be Fight of the night oh, oh, Great fight. I'm calling it right now Abel wins this fight a- a- Abel wins the fight By knockout By knockout I'm, I'm saying the same thing
2: I'm going to pull the upset Jay- Jamie Varner By knockout
0: Took the fight on short notice, replaced Bobby Green. Oh, did he? Yeah.
2: You guys didn't tell me that before.
0: Well, <laughs> now you uh, know, I know it what normal happened. Now that. I
2: know. No, that's a good fight. I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be fight of the night, though. Both guys are exciting. Both guys are are are, are punchers, too.
0: Jamie, Jamie Varner, I mean, you know, he's actually he's done he, he's done really well. I mean, I, well, He lost the last fight to, uh, to T-Bow's uh, split decision. He mm-hmm. beat Melvin Gallard. Uh, he lost to Joe Lozon. I was at that fight. That was a great I, fight. I, was, I saw you there. Yeah. He beat Barboza. Uh, he lost to um, Dakota Cochran, who was a gay porn star. Well, no, that was Dakota Cochran. No, no, Dakota Cochran actually was on the Ultimate Fighter. He did a gay porn to pay through college. Come on, he was i wrote a joke that that you know gay porn yeah you, he paid it, up the ass for tuition um so he <laughs> no he did he did who's dick suck to get in this college <laughs> no he really did do gay porn it was on the ultimate fighter and then he lost to get in the house that was even the, but he's a good fighter isn't he from omaha he is He so is he's obviously went, gay though right no um, no he has a wife and kids he does on, he has
2: a wife and kids kids uh he is he went to college at, at nebraska Kearney. um and I've trained with him before, you know. He's a nice he's a nice guy. But um he's he's definitely Did you now did you know him when he was doing the gay porn? No. No <laughs> I didn't. And and I really you know, in I didn't I kinda heard this all later down the road and I, like I have no idea what's what's factual what's facts and what's not. Don't really care, don't wanna know, kind of thing. But He's a nice guy. I mean, I'm not trying to defend him at all. No,
0: people. He, make, he, look, people may make mistakes. I mean, uh, <laughs> they do, and I, I don't even know. He said that that was a mistake. He he needed money. It was, and, and but I know you that. You know, you could do regular porn too, right? This well, I guess <laughs> no. Well, I know people <laughs> you know, that uh, I, mean, I know people them. that are in the industry, a and and supposedly gay porn pays a lot better than straight porn. Just nobody wants to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that's what people say. That it pays a lot more than straight oh. porn. Personally, uh, Dude, I would. not I would just do more.
1: Uh, hetero porns
0: yeah i would that that would make, make up some money right well and or I wouldn't do any porn uh and just get, figure out another way to make money and that's you know but look, uh, look Dakota the cochran he, he beat jamie varner uh it's definitely a uh a uh, wrinkle in his rectum um
1: but so
0: but, I'm a uh, look. Uh, yeah, who am I to judge? People make mistakes, you know. And uh, I'm, he's a good fighter; he, he would kick my ass, and, and then maybe do other things to it. But you know, I'm not. It, it is what it is. It is what it is. And uh, Jamie, so I like I like Killer Abel. Uh, he's you know he's doing great. He's trained mm-hmm. with the Black Zillions. He's, and he's a friend of the show. Great wrestler, friend of the show, friend of me. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Jamie Varner. Varner, I think he was two time All American, right?
2: I'm not sure to be honest. But uh, you know, he, he's won, he's definitely won some fights that he, he shouldn't have or people didn't think he would, you know, when he beat I think Barboza that opened a lot of people's eyes. You know? Do you remember that fight?
0: Yeah, yeah. he beat Barboza. Thought, right? That yeah, was. He beat him quickly I thought, too. I thought Barboza wasn't the ass. He knocked
2: him out whoop him, whoop too. Yeah. Whoop his ass. Yeah. Everybody did. I did too, including myself. You it know, was I
0: mean. the uh, Cerrone fight. Wasn't that the fight that people got upset with Varner because he said his eye hurt, and then he he like didn't continue, and people got I think so. people got very upset about that about him. They thought he could have continued, and, mm-hmm. and you know that's the thing. It's like when someone something happened backstage, right? Uh, something happened personally though. Whenever someone hurts themselves or hurts their eyes, or you know. Gets poked or and people are like, oh man, there was. I mean, my, my first thing is, look, you you don't know unless you're that person. You don't mm-hmm. know if the person's faking it or. And I guarantee, most of the time they're not faking it. Something really is wrong, and it could be permanent, damaging and it. And and sometimes stuff happens. I mean, and I I I never. I, sometimes I'll. Other fighters then start chiming in, like, oh really? Blah 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 blah. Like like I know Abel's the first guy sometimes to be like, There's no way that guy hurt really hurt himself, you know and you know, mm-hmm. look. If a fighter wants to chime in, he could, a fighter can chime in. But personally, yeah, I it does kind of annoy me on, on on like Twitter when someone starts saying, "Oh, he's pussing out." I'm like, he's not. I don't think he's pussing out. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's really what's going on. There was a fight with uh, Victor, Victor Ortiz, was a boxer. You know, Victor Ortiz is a guy that mm-hmm. fought Mayweather. Mm-hmm. He fought somebody. Um, what did he fight the first time. I think it was Maidana. First Maidana fight, and. Madonna beat him and ortiz basically quit on the stool after knocking him down a couple times and then the other guy came back and i remember victor ortiz saying who's fighting on fox sports one this thursday by the way victor ortiz i remember him saying they interviewed him like hey why do you stop fighting and he goes well listen i don't want to get brain damage and i want to be able to read to my kids one day and that pissed off a lot of people because they're saying look I'm paying to watch a fighter. Like if, yeah. you, if you don't want to get brain damage, like <laughs> Why this, are you a
2: fight? Yeah, why are you fighting?
0: Might not be the sport for you. Sure. And to so that really people got very upset over that, and mm-hmm. I understand that. You know, at the same time, I think sometimes people get hurt and, you know, people on Twitter are very quick to judge. There was a fighter recently this happened to. The guy got hurt and said he couldn't continue, and everyone was like going in on him, and I'm like and I, I didn't want to First do that. Lehman? Right? L- Lehman? Was it Lehman? Well, Chris Lieben... Oh, Chris Lieben. I don't think it was... I think it was somebody on a, on the, on the uh, oh, Fo- okay. a Fox Sports undercard. I forgot the name, but, but yeah, Lieben's another guy. We're, Who wouldn't come out after the... But Lieben recently said yesterday in an interview that he spent most of his money on drugs, and the last three fights he had, his heart wasn't into it. He was strictly fighting for money. And uh, I think that's, a danger, that's that's dangerous. That's it's yeah. very honest and i appreciate mm-hmm. his honesty and mm-hmm. leaving as a warrior i'll always be a chris leading fan mm-hmm. but i kind of got that sense that that was happening uh especially in the mark munoz fight because yeah. he, you could tell he wanted out of there yeah and not that i wouldn't <laughs> i wanted
2: out of there too i was in the i was in the corner i wanted out of the arena i was like oh were you,
0: you were in Mark's corner with yeah, that yeah
2: yeah my gosh he hit him with some some punches that you could hear it like you could it was it was brutal
0: yeah. Mm. Now, is that, when a guy's taking that much punishment, is that the ref's, you think, obligation to just, even though the guy could probably still continue, the ref should say, listen, this guy doesn't want to fight back, or this guy's looking for a way out, or...
2: Yeah, you know, and that's the problem, too, is this, there's so many different refs, in it, and so much of it is referee's discretion, too, so I think it, it, is, the, it is the ref's job, but I think if, if somebody wants out, it's pretty obvious, you know.
0: So, alright, well, UFC 169 is going to be this Saturday night, but... There was a kind of storm brewing in New York or New Jersey, the Super Bowl's in New Jersey, where they they were talking about moving the Super Bowl to Saturday. That's ridiculous. And then Dana White then said if that happens, he's going to move the UFC to Sunday. Which is pretty crazy because the guys are going to make weight and then they have an, an extra day. And then what about all the tickets and the pay? I don't know if Dana was really – if he was bluffing or if he really meant that. You never know with Dana. Mm-hmm. I think he – I mean, Dana could easily do that. But it, um, now if that happens, I mean, what, 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 <laughs> what, 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 what goes on? I mean, is that, is that like legitimate? You think that could really happen? I mean, it, it definitely could. I, I,
2: it's it's, it's kind of hard to even – wrap my mind around that, but to, to move the Super Bowl the day before and they move the... It just seems like a mess. That would be a mess. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, want-
6: you literally can't have those two things happening at the same time either. Newark, where the fight's going on, and East Rutherford, are a mile, couple miles apart. So the, the transportation, just the public transportation, they, they it would, would ha- be a disaster. They would have to move it. They'd oh. have to. They couldn't do it at the same time Trains running, buses running. I mean, the the whole area relies upon public mm-hmm. transportation.
0: And then all you have is the New Jersey Turnpike. You just couldn't do it. Wow, that's that's pretty crazy. I mean, that's crazy because you make weight, and then I mean, well, unless you're John Lineker and you don't make weight, but you, <laughs> you like you make weight trying to prepare for a certain peak time, mm-hmm. and then that whole that that whole thing's gonna throw you off. I mean, right? I mean, yeah. No, I, I think
2: you know the training's done. I mean, I, I think the it'll throw the, the whole dropping a weight the weight cut that, that'll definitely throw a you know a kink in there, but as far as as far as peaking, it shouldn't be a it shouldn't be a big change. Yeah,
0: but like like, like Mike Tyson. When Mike Tyson lost to Buster Douglas. There's a hundred reasons why he lost, mm-hmm. but one of the reasons I think was that fight was at like ten in the morning because it was in Japan and they wanted to air it in the U.S. And Tyson's not used to probably getting up before four. I mean, <laughs> who knows how many prostitutes and drugs and everything else? So at mm-hmm. ten o'clock in the morning, he's not peaked out. And now for a fighter, isn't that? Doesn't that I know? Have you fought in England or other places? Uh, yeah, I have. I fought in Japan
2: once. Um, I, I fought kind of all around, but um, never that early. Yeah, I think I fought at like two o'clock before, and, and it does it, the the timeline of when you train and, and when you fight is it can get it can get messed up for sure. I mean, most most fighters probably train at night or, or train during when the time they're supposed to fight. So that would definitely throw me off.
0: Is your whole training camp like switched to revol- to, to re- revolve around that time? Usually in the last three or four weeks, you know, you start getting a, you know,
2: a training, getting your body used to training or, or, you know, put just going harder at that time, you know, your extra workout or whatever it may be. But at that time, usually later.
0: Wow. Mm -hmm. And my final question for you, Jake, is that you and your brother, now you guys train together all the time. Mm -hmm. Does it ever get like competitive where like, let's say you win and then it carries over to dinner time or like holidays or does that happen? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: When we grew growing up, it was—I I don't know how my mom didn't lose her mind—but we would we would constantly be fighting. We, we also have another brother who's thirteen months older, Adam, right? Adam. So we're all we we all, we, we grew up just just fighting. So yeah, even more, Joe and I are, are extremely competitive. But we would we would fight at the table. I mean, so many things have, have broke in our house. <laughs> I, I, I could go on for days about now. Adam
0: me. was Adam a fighter too?
2: No. So mm-hmm. did could Adam beat you guys up? Uh, when we were like when we were little, yeah. Would you whoop Adam's ass right oh, now? Oh, Adam gets his ass whipped all the time now. Does he really? Hell, does he get
1: wrestled with you guys though?
2: Like, he talks? does. He, well, he really? t- Adam gets a couple beers in him and he talks tough and he gets putting his <laughs> he gets sit down. But he's he's funny. He's he's really funny though. He, he he'll he really likes to run his mouth.
0: <laughs> because the Super Bowl is on Fox and this podcast is on Fox, uh, they informed us that we have to make picks for the Super Bowl. So uh, personally. Who I think is going to win, Denver or Seattle? I am going for Denver. I think Peyton Manning is just a champion. I, the other, I'm not that the other guy's not a champion, but Peyton Manning is just on a different planet. That's, that guy, That's going to be the difference. He is so cool under pressure. Mm-hmm. And I saw Peyton Manning at a party one night in New York City. Mm-hmm. This is like 10 years ago. I'm at a club, and Peyton Manning is there. And he's sitting by himself with his head down, like, studying plays, like, on the couch. I don't know what he – I don't know about the plays thing I just made up. But he was, like, this nerdy guy. By, and I'm like, that guy is a champion. Because he – if he wasn't in – <laughs> if he wasn't a ball player, he would be, like, the best accountant. He's just one of those dudes. He's just, like, a nerdy, <laughs> yeah, great athlete. He has no distractions. Very cool under pressure. I'm picking Denver. You? Mm-hmm.
2: I was going to pick the same thing. I'm a big Peyton Manning fan, and he just he just knows how to you know he just knows how to get the job done. And at the end of the day, he can put points on the board under pressure. And uh, but I'm a, I'm a I'm a Seahawks fan. It's kind of one of those who do you think is going to win? Who you're rooting for? Kind of two different things. But I think the Broncos are going to take it.
1: T-Rex. I'm not a fan of either of those teams, but I think that Peyton Manning has what it takes to pull it out. It's going to come down to the
0: two quarterbacks, and uh, Peyton Manning's been there a million times. Although, I love this, uh, what's his Richard Sherman is one of my new favorites. <laughs> people get really angry about Richard Sherman. I'm like, there's nothing he really did yeah, well, I that mean, that was, uh, the, the, the choke sign, maybe that was a little overboard, but I remember... heat of the moment type stuff. But I, I do remember that when uh, when I was growing up, people were poor losers. Like I was always a poor loser. Now, with this new age of athlete, there's now poor winners. You know? <laughs> right. People win, and they just can't accept gracious and victory. Right. So that's a whole different... Uh, so I think it's unanimous that we all want Denver
1: to win? Denver, yeah. We should see if the people want to tell, chime in and tell us who they think is going to win. And Jake, how would
2: how, how do the fans get to vote? Um, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't read that. I can't Fans, read. go to foxsports.com totally forward ball. slash Fans. fan vote. tell
0: ball. us who you think is
2: going to win the Super Bowl. My, my, my vision's terrible. So.
0: <laughs> go to foxsports.com Fox forward, forward slash fan vote. That's right. Let's find out. That's, I know mm-hmm. I know the people, uh, they really, I know you guys are, are going to do that. So go to foxsports.com forward slash vote. Uh, we have a whole new show next week. Also, um, yeah, I will be... Uh, I'm going to be writing for the MMA Awards, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to be headlining Vegas at the end of February at the LA Comedy Club. Uh, you go to adamhunter.com and see my entire entire thing. I'm, I'm, I'm booked up till next September, but adamhunter.com. <laughs> uh, you can follow me at MMA Roasted or at Adam Comedian. Jake, how do people find you? Um, I'm on Twitter, Ellenberger MMA. Um
2: you can also follow my brother Joe Ellenberger on Twitter. He's uh making his UFC debut the same night I'm fighting in uh, UFC 172. In and Jake, Baltimore. do you have a new site? I do. I have a new website. It's ellenbergerjs.com. Mhm. We nice. just we just launched it. It's it's phenomenal. With well, the guys the guys who put it together did a did a great job. So check Thanks. it out.
0: So what what, what can I find on this website?
2: Well, you can find a lot of things you don't know about me. Wow. Mhm. Nice. well maybe not you Adam you know a lot about me but <laughs> what wanna, most fans don't know about me that's very interesting <laughs> and you Jake uh, Jay, uh, T-Rex
1: <laughs> I'll be at the uh, Looney Bin in Tulsa Oklahoma February 5th through the 9th headlining there um, Gerald Harris is going to come out and do some guest spots um, also uh, go check me out toddrex.com T-O-D-D-R-E-X-X that's my website Todd Rex on Twitter Todd Rex on Facebook And uh, that's pretty much it.
0: And thank you to all our guests for coming on the show. You guys were great. Take care. Have a great week.
1: Later.